Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Guardians of the Dominion, your official, unofficial Vampire Academy podcast, where we talk about everything related to the Vampire Academy universe, including the novels and the adaptations it's inspired. Currently, we are talking about Peacock's Vampire Academy Season 1, and I am your host, Theo, otherwise known as your local blood squib. My only purpose in life is to exist, to be split open by Dmitry Belikov. What? <laughs> Um and Jesus. these are my my host and they'll introduce themselves to you next. Hi. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared my throat before this once again. I'm learning. I'm Peyton. I am one of your co-hosts. And my purpose this episode specifically is to not freak out too much about the blood scene and also to not die of second hand or I guess first hand embarrassment because it's me <laughs> primarily leading the birthday message for Kieran. Okay. Hi, I'm Lena. I'm one of your co-hosts. My purpose for this episode is to keep it together. <laughs> and that's about sure, it. sure. Hi, I'm Bryn. I'm also I'm yeah, I'm also one of your co-hosts and my purpose in life and in this episode is to be a hater <laughs> especially to dimitri i'm sorry don't be sorry he deserves it your purpose today your purpose today is to be kind to kieran at the end oh that's true and i'm carming i'm the last of your co-hosts and my main purpose is to try and focus on the whole of the episode and not just dying over dimitri <laughs> uh so episode four benchmarks uh, which was the last one we got released uh during that uh, that first week um it was really cool and i think we were talking about this how it like really amps up the stakes and the and uh, just generally the excitement uh for the rest of the show we start with a little uh, montage of the training like the dancing thing we do the sexy fighting. training exactly and sad dragos era because <laughs> I mean, of course. when are they not uh, i love sadness yeah and you love dragos era so. This is the last episode of the four that were dropped together. So everything after this was accompanied with pain and waiting yeah. and yes. wondering and theories of what's going to come next. And... I know. Oh, I really loved that it was done this way. Like I, I, Because like having the four episodes together allowed me to really get into it. Because I think just the pilot, I would have been a bit frustrated. And like we got to really get to know the characters and really love them. And then having it serialized for the rest, I loved the fandom interactions, like getting to do all the predictions and the fun yeah. memes and Danny's um spoilers without context and not context without spoilers. I miss her. <laughs> I miss her doing that. It's been it's been years. But I was gonna say a part of me is like wonders what it would have been like if like we got them dropped one at a time. Cause it's like then it would have just like I'm selfish and just wish we could have like had it for a little longer but also i think it definitely was nice to drop it all at once because like it you like by the end of episode four you really have a feel for like the world and the characters and it, mm -hmm. it's nice i do feel like if they had just dropped one and two or just one probably wouldn't have gotten as much traction because episode one and two were just like very introductory very like not bad but like just like very like there's not much was happening yeah exactly. people would have maybe not thought to come back to it yeah, as eagerly as they did having yes. had before, but yeah. maybe with season two because we already have a fan base, they'll just drop one or one and two. I don't know. So yeah, we have the fighting scene. I love that the dance keeps coming back and like they get really, really in tune with it. So that's cool. Also, I like anything that's shot outside because it's so pretty. Uh, and we I have in my notes jealous Mason. I don't mm -hmm. know. 
Yes. Yeah, because he was he was there watching them train. Yeah. I love him. Oh, 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 oh. Because Denise like adjusts like Rose's like, like he's like touching her yeah. and Mason's in the window yeah. staring with his jaw clenched, like fuming. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. so funny. There's a lot of jealous Mason in this episode. Yeah, that's like a theme of this episode. But I was gonna say, first of all, like for real, why did like Dimitri push her stance like that? Why did he correct her like that? Like, like that was so unnecessary. He doesn't need to judge her the way he does. And then, and then I, I I said that like the setup in like the first couple of seconds is crazy because it's like you go from Dimitri, Christian, Mason to like Robert, Victor, Sonia, and so it's like it's setting up like all like like the uh, main character beats for like the episode just in the first mm-hmm. few seconds yeah. and I'm like that's so sexy I like I see what you did there so yeah that's great it works yeah. it works really well and I was just thinking maybe instead of the song we're doing we should have sung Jealous uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah we have Jealous Mason and then uh, we have the Carp Dashkov like kind of reunion where Robert shows back um, after like after Victor's episode i guess you would call it like little uh, um little illness uh Ill- so we get to have more of robert i am very suspicious of robert i know i've said I, i'm I not think, i, I don't trust the man i think he i think he's gonna okay. be a church fanatic or something i think he he's not sketchy he's just i feel like like He's talking like he doesn't want like Victor to push Sonia and stuff like that, right? Like he does like he has worries and he has concerns, but his problem is he's not gonna be the person to like actually make Victor stop. He's just like, honey, I'm so worried about you. And then he doesn't do anything. Like, like stop, babe, stop. Like, he doesn't <laughs> you and then he doesn't do anything. So that's Damn. that's his problem. I think I'm wary of him because of that scene in Ep Six. But we don't. We're not yeah. on Ep Six. I know, we? but I was wary of him before. Like he just, he just seems really tense and tight, and just like I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure yet. Also, he of course he's tense and tight. Have you seen his family life? Yeah, but he also doesn't seem as connected to his daughters yeah. as mm-hmm. Victor is. I know he's like some sort of like politician ambassador person thingy, so he's less around. But it's just, oh, oh, so he's that one parent that never shows up, but then he acts like he cares more about his kids than the like father that's actually there. <laughs> exactly. You guys are jumping, and I'm like here being like they don't get. He doesn't get enough like storyline. Like he's just yeah. there for Victor. Like, like he's and then you're just a guy. Like, he's never around. You guys are like, <laughs> I make it all these things, and I'm like, he's just yeah. not in there. Like, he's not even when his kid gets kidnapped. Like, I think it'll be interesting to see if next season, like, because of the cop dash situation right now, uh, it's only really Mia and Robert. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if we get more of him and more of his relationship with his daughter, and like, kind of see how they play out. I'm also. Or because there's not a parent at home anymore, he'd have to start taking Mia around with him, and that's how she like really gets into like politics and kind of learns the ropes and can kind of like look at us writing season two. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I also feel that because she's with like her parents suck moment right now. Um, I don't know if she will actually want to follow him. Where is Mia in this episode? I'm so sorry to interrupt, but the whole family's here, but her. Yeah, good knows where she is. I was gonna say she was with me, but that's. 
But but it'll be interesting to see if uh, Vigo Vawe, uh, as Peyton was saying, or if because he's against Mia learning to fight and she's clearly very much hiding there, uh, it will create like a, a drift between them, even though they have basically no one uh, besides each other as far as family goes. After that, I know this is a controversial scene. There's a love scene between uh, Victor and Robert. I was fine with it. Let but the one gays of you make in love. Notes was like, yeah. oh my God, why did we have that? I like it a lot. Like, I just, I don't care for Robert, to be fair. Like, I, he's just there. Like, he's, you know, written. He's, he's there Bye. one day. He's not, you know. But, like, overall, I do like the fact that we have, like, we have, like, uh, a lesbian couple married at the Mia and we have a gay couple Victor and, and Robert and I think it's yeah. really interesting too because we don't see a lot of black you know gay couples in, on tv so I was like yeah. fine. I was like that's cool great like more representation you know yeah yeah that was my thought as well but like was it Peyton who was like why were we forced to watch this <laughs> why, why are you homophobic <laughs> bro I'm literally gay are you <laughs> Where's your it card? Wasn't, it wasn't why are we forced to watch this. It's like of all the couples that could have given us a sex scene of why this one and why <laughs> like and why so I was like who asked for this? No, they have to be like, okay, we need to like a hundred percent percent show the book fans that they are not related. And what better think, way to I do think, that than to make oh, them both? Facts. I think but this is like I think the only gay sex we see in this entire show. So I'm like, of all our like gay couples of all gay couples you mean two <laughs> out of the two gay couples that we have the two gay maybe, couples we have maybe it's because i had canon everyone as a, at least by mason and eddie for me count like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they count <laughs> you're putting so many people together you're like and these people gay these and people are- okay i will say that um mason and eddie is cute because i'm over here like I see some tension between Jesse and Christian. I think they should just kiss it out. <laughs> and I, no, but why did I have the same thought you last night? I was watching this and I was like, you know, it's a little, it could, you know, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be fine. Actually, it talking about Christian, this is when we get Rose defending him, which who would have thought? Yeah, I have, I'm like, Rose. Like, such growth. Lissa's being salty and it's so cute. She's like, why are you talking about him? He broke up with me. He's a loser. He's a little fatherless, motherless, friendless loser. (laughs) Poor thing. Poor thing. You're so mean. But then I do like that uh, we get, like, it's one of those things where we're talking about Christian, but then they're actually talking about each other and it's not about boys. And I like that Lisa puts Rose's benchmarks first, something a book Lisa would probably never do. Uh, and also, she just like is the one who's researching spirit and she's kind of taking, yes. yeah, love and love I that love for that. Her. Yeah. yeah, he's so smart. I like also, she's so- sorry, go for I was it. just gonna say it was just cute because like Rose like offers to help translate, and I'm like, you have no idea. Like, it's just she's, she's like, yeah, I'll help you because we're best friends. And Lisa's like, no, please just focus on your test. I'm fine. But I just thought that but was. What really would Rose cute. have done? Rose would have been with that and been like, I don't know that either. <laughs> like, like she would make something up to make Lisa feel better. She's like, yeah, this is what it says. I'm 100% right. Do not fact check me. Two no. L's makes a dub. As exactly. a fellow translator, I can relate to having somebody next to you that is just has no idea, but he's like, yes, yes, this, yeah. this must be it. Also, uh, Lisa's room is so cute. Just quickly, just just quickly. You know, you know what's even cuter than Lisa's room? Lisa's face. Varix. Oh. <laughs> it is. Um, so cute. That was good. Thank no, you. Wait, thank you. 
I was also gonna say, like, is Christian the only person she knows who speaks old Maroi? Like, I'm sure she could just ask Mia, like, hey, do you have any connections? Like, Mia was not Mia knows. She's gone. I'm sure Mia knows. Okay, this could have been a way to bring her in. She'd be like, Mia, (laughs) please, I have a problem. Mia's off with Meredith, meeting Meredith's mom. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, they're they're, they're, no. They're still on their walk. (laughs) They walked walked all the way to Meredith's mom's house. (laughs) Except apparently she wasn't at Meredith's mom, so maybe Mia is into all of it. Who knows? Mia's living Um, her life partying. She's she's having her her rebellious phase. She's gone, yeah. Also, I love, like, Lisa's comment about, like, maybe I dodged a bullet. Like, yes, but also you still really want to be part of it all, so you'll regret it. And I think she's so cute when she's talking about planning for the human world. She's like, I want us to have, like, a, a good head on our shoulders and to be prepared. Yeah. She's so tragic. I love how they keep, like... I, I didn't notice it before, but, like, they have it in episode two and they have it in this episode, like, them, like, exploring the world and, like, running off together. So, like, they keep having it, like, brought up kind of in the background. So, like, we're ready for the finale. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what every time yeah. they said it when I was watching, I was like, they're leaving today. No, okay, they're leaving today. Yeah. For some reason, I do <laughs> not episode. remember Next this episode. convo between them at all. Like, at the, like, at the end where, like, Lissa's, like, thank Christian for the book. I'm like, why do I not remember that? I'm supposed to be obsessed with them. So, <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Christian gave Rose the book? Where, where am I? Ooh. Yeah. We literally like, like see they, them they, go get it. That's when he, like, trauma dumps on her. They oh, grabbed yeah, it in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like, it's um, it's also just when you think about how they're going to end up in the human world and it's not at all according to the terms and conditions they thought they would be in. It's every time you get uh this this theme brought up it's kind of tragic and it's kind of heartbreaking because we had such fun because they see it as like a fun thing they're like we're gonna go off and have fun together and then it's like at the end they're running away like yeah plus it's like it was their like dream before like the whole family died like they were gonna travel and that's like that was their you know she's like Andre's gonna be king and i'm gonna just party in the human world with with rose and that's just how it's gonna be and now like like they keep bringing it up as a way of being like can we just go back to the original plan and at the end, it's like a kind of like a twist on the original plan. Yeah. Now they have to run away. It's kind of a denial <laughs> about like nothing has changed. All of our plans can stay the same, but it's not. They're it's not stupid. But also, Lisa is super, I feel like she's super centric to this episode in particular. Right after we get Tatiana using her as like an extreme. Yeah, Tatiana totally set her up in that last episode. She like wanted Lisa to fail. Like, yeah. it's so smart. She she is just so smart and so powerful. Like, I can't, like, she drives me nuts. It's, it's I can't stand it. I literally. such a mastermind. Her of speech mastermind. is so good. Like, if I was stupid, I would fall for it. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, the, she, everything she says. Do you she says so convincingly. It's like, okay, this whole episode, and I'm saying enough, I'm going to forget, like, when we record again, but everything. This whole episode, she's been like, like there's been new things popping up. Like this whole time, like Tessa's been changing their minds every two seconds, and she has a plan in place for all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did you plan for how many steps this? ahead are you? Like, yeah, because like the last again, I'm gonna forget to mention it probably, but like the last, for example, the last episode, the last the last scene of the show or whatever, where she's like, they're talking about how we're taking guardians off the old like the non royals, and she's like, great, like that's good, and I'm like. How did you get like how did you 
He's a mastermind. <laughs> he is. She's 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 just the smartest person. Like she's so good at manipulation. Without she knows as well. So like she has such power and charisma. Peter in the scene at the console is completely under her spell, and the next episode he realizes. But um, she's that's care. and that's the <laughs> that's the um the power of charismatic leaders. It's like you yeah. listen to whatever they say, even if you don't fundamentally agree. Like you're gonna th- you're yeah. you think you agree in the moment because of how mm-hmm. they say it. No, but I'm so mad because Peter could have literally voted, and they would have. Like, <laughs> they were yeah. so close. Yeah, so he close. was the last vote. vote. It was five to four, wasn't it? <laughs> five like to this. six. Yeah, yeah. A dumb dumb simp. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but also, up. like the age low is is a plot point from the books I love. I think it's super interesting, and I love the discussion around it. And it's so sad and heartbreaking that they're making canon fodder out of children. Uh, Sixteen and... is not a child. <laughs> like, it's... No, that's that's the line, <laughs> and I'm like, I know, like sixteen is it's such a child, especially if you're not gonna allow be allowed to have a life afterwards. Yeah, and it really brings out a lot of Dimitri's rebel spark in the books. So I love that it was. Uh, brought yeah. up in this and also it kind of uh, that this, this specific scene and the age talk is what started all the theories about silver being related to mary uh when uh, they say how old is your youngest uh and people took it as her having a dampier child who would be 16 or about that age how and, you know. okay how old are jesse and silver i think they're like, like 20 20 yeah. okay so actually okay. i think silver's older I love that for her um but I was gonna say like I was like when they were asking everybody how old their like youngest was I'm like sitting here I'm like Jesse's not that young (laughs) so like I don't know what the point of was like the point of I think oh the the theory I don't know about the theory but I do like the whole like when he's like what about your youngest and your children and he's like naming all their children yeah and I'm like it's so like reflective that they're like they don't they don't they don't they only care about their child yeah yeah so like then they're like well my kid is not gonna be a guardian like they're fine they're good you know what i mean like they're gonna get guardians at 16 too like yeah that's a win and i'm sitting here like but also like sorry just before i forget the thought to answer theo i think uh that the idea is not that that kid is 16 i know that might be 19 or 20 and i'm a little dummy I would would they want their twenty year old to be made canon fodder? And if they don't want their well, twenty is an adult, so it's okay. Like, the- how can they make even younger people? Like, it's just is. I bad. don't know. I think you know. Once you're out of the teen years, you can you know die for whatever you want. <laughs> Sorry, once you're twenty, you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> and it's one of those things where, like, you know, a lot of people only care if it directly touches them, and they're like, it's not at my like, it's not in my house. So why why do I mind? Like, they're not hurting me, and I'm like. Yeah, no, it's not how we want. Gonna them eventually. But... Yeah, talking about the lows and all that, we do see the uh, benchmarks being announced with all the underclassmen, and so we have and Eddie, Dimitri calling them toddlers. Eddie yeah. should have been there, and yes, he does call them toddlers. Very so... book Dimitri of him. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. book Dimitri, and also I, I love whenever we get Alberta, Mikael, and Dimitri together. Uh, That's the only time we get them. Like, I the was gonna say, savor it while savor it while it lasts. <laughs> they were such a good little team though because Alberta's like the stern you know like kind of like in charge person and then Mikhail is like the jokester like he's just making mm-hmm. jokes like he's there he's he like is kind of like helping he's, he, them. he's there for a good time not a long time <laughs> not yeah. a long time and then Dimitri <laughs> is like that one person that's like always watching like I feel like he's like the third like 
you don't want to piss him off. So everybody's like more afraid of him than they are of like Alberta and Mikhail because those two are constantly, like, are, they're around. Like they're more around than Dimitri is, I think. And also he's new. So to him, like they're, he's kind of like that new, like- he but has I, a I, reputation. Yeah, his mm-hmm. reputation Big follows reputation. him. So like, <laughs> so, like, I just really like that, like, they're like a little tag team, like, you know, of these three, like, the ones in charge. And then I'm like, they all have, also, they all have different relationships with Rose, and I love that. I I'm love like, that, too. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Peyton, you can have the floor now. My two points. One, um, I like um having the little babies come in after Dimitri was like, I'm not a nanny. And then they bring in a bunch of people who would need supervision. And um, also, I think it's... um, Britt and I talked about this, about how we say, like, oh, I think this is funny, when it's not actually funny. Um, But I think it's um, silly and goofy how... um, they brought in all these younger novices and they're like like they're babies whatever but like these are the age that like rose would have been in the books i know and so dimitri is looking at these and be like they're <laughs> toddlers and i'm like book dimitri would never no book dimitri book was dimitri very aware book, book dimitri was like you are a child book yeah. dimitri but was, I was a little he was a little too much with it he was like constantly like you're 17 and I can't be with you and then I'm like then why did you kiss her like five times you know book to me yeah because he's like you're so immature but you're hot so (laughs) book Dimitri is giving Ezra from pretty little he is yeah yeah but in this show it's fine he does it well she's 20 next point about so yeah there's Eddie and stuff which I love but also something I really really enjoyed was uh the blood squibs decision I feel like it works so well and it's so cinematographic. Yeah, uh, because... it was a great choice because then we got to see Bloody Dimitri. <laughs> we did, but it's not in the books and I thought that was a really good way to put it uh, into image and like really have a visual representation. Yeah. I do think it's interesting though because in the books, I was really excited because they have one week. It's one yeah. whole, or is it a couple of, it's like a couple of weeks. I it's, think. Like, it's like a month, isn't it? Yeah, it's a month. It's like okay. two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a long time. And so you kind of, they're like attacked everywhere and you see like all of the friendships yeah. form. And here it's just 24 hours. And I get, because it's a TV show and it's 10 episodes. Yeah. But if we have longer Peacock, if we have longer episodes, maybe. It could have been like a whole little been. section. It could have been yeah. a whole subplot. Like, okay, reading the book, I, I'm like, oh, I'm like, do they really just waste this on like two episodes mm. i'm so like okay i i, yeah. I am like, and i'm totally so totally biased too because i'm like rose and christian like that was the best part of the book yes like that was the yeah. best part of the book but actually yes. I, speaking of like the pairings i do think it's kind of i really like the jesse and rose because they're yeah, me too. they remind me more of book christian and, and rose in yeah. the book do you know what i mean like they yeah. have the same it's they all have like of- that that crackling like tension yeah. yeah it's the it's the hatred yeah. you know like they just don't it's like the hatred <laughs> but she doesn't yeah. get mad in this version like she's annoyed but she's yeah. not like well, screaming well, at because well, because <laughs> book rose is a little more immature and i'm not saying that as like yeah. a negative thing it's just because she's younger so yeah. it's like yeah yeah i also think that she has the in the book she she's the one that's like constantly like watching through Liz's eyes about christian so i think she's just annoyed in general whenever he's around so she's like i can don't have a free time He's yeah. either in front of me or he's in front of Lissa. And like, <laughs> I need him away from me. So I understand why she's mad, but she's also like 17 and he's 17 and it's a mess, you know, hormones. Mm-hmm. What can I say? <laughs> what can I, I say? When I first saw 
my parents, I was kind of upset because I was like, no, like this was like in the books was such a good moment for Christian and Rose to develop. Yeah, when friendship. we talk when she's sleeping on his on his floor and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like it was it was such a good moment for the relationship to grow. And then like they just like run through it and then they also changed the parents, which like it makes sense within the context of the show, it makes sense yeah. for what happens later with Christian and yeah. and um Mason. But like, like at least they kept Eddie and Lisa. That was a fun. That's what wow. I was gonna say. That's so cute. I love that pairing so much, and I love that yeah. relationship so much. I yeah. feel like um Christian and Rose just don't have that same like antagonizing relationship that that they do in the books. But mm. so it wouldn't make sense for like Rose to get reprimanded for something that she does to Christian. Yeah, because it's not like that. But she does have that with Jesse. So yeah. her getting like corrected and like getting a slap on the wrist for how she treats Jesse would it makes a lot more sense than her like suddenly getting an attitude with Christian. Yeah, yeah like it, it definitely makes sense for like I you get why they did it, but it's still like comparing Annoyed. it. It's it's yeah. a little it's a little I, like yeah. mourning what could have been, but it's fine. But yeah. I'm fine. Also, regarding the slap on the wrist, I think that choosing Jesse uh, creates a complicity between. Alberta, Mikael, Dimitri, and Rose, where they're like, we know he sucks. Like, we, we <laughs> know. They're like, we get it. We, we, we get, get it. Him. We're just like, we're just telling you, you can't you know? do that. But, but we'll, also, get, we'll get to that when we get to that scene. Yeah, but so it's I, I love that. so interesting because Jesse, other like, not even Christian, like Christian in the books, he was like the only one that believed Rose when Rose was like, oh, I didn't mess up on purpose. Like, she he was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, let's go to bed now. So, <laughs> in the, but in the show, Jesse is a snitch. And he's, he's a snitch. He's the biggest he's snitch that ever he's snitched. Fucking he's snitch. such a he's, he's such a everyone. fucking loser, and I don't mean that as a compliment. <laughs> For one, <laughs> it makes sense why Rose would be like, "I hate you," and he'll be like, "Can you believe she said that she hated me, and she wants me, she wants to kill me, and she's evil." And he's like, "There, like." And she didn't do my laundry. He was like, she got mad at like she got mad at me when I didn't listen to her. I hate her. <laughs> she got mad at me because I didn't allow her to save my life. Like, but he was kind of funny for that one. He was like, it's all pretend. pretend. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. But also in this scene, uh, I love when we get any Easter eggs uh, from the books, and we get the Easter egg about Ryan. Uh, who then comes back in book three because Ryan in the books is this person that comes after Mason in the uh, alphabet when they do the call out in the morning. Mason's Ashford. And so when Mason dies, uh, Ryan is suddenly the first person to be called out. And both AD and Rose kind of have uh, a reaction to that and are gutted by that. So I thought it was so interesting that we see him on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really cute because in the books, I don't think Rose realizes it until Eddie realizes it. Like, Eddie yeah. realizes it. Like, yeah. Wait, yeah, it was yeah, that's really true. They're trauma bonded, but we were talking about Eddie being adorable, and it was so bad that the way Victor was mean to him when he was just before we move on. Before we move on to the next scene, I do want to say Christian and Mason, such a very it's a very odd choice, and I like it. it I think it works so well, and I think they have a lot in common, so Mm -hmm. I I wish we had gotten more scenes of the two of them together, especially during this, like little benchmark because they really stuck out it like when i think about episode four i think about like they're one of the things i think about when i think about episode four yeah but we don't get that much but they're both sad boy simps yes (laughs) i love that for them and i kind of love that mason's in love with rose and christian's in love with this yes they're besties yeah both both relationships are not working for different they both have daddy issues yeah yep 
The entire show has daddy issues. What do you yeah. mean? It's not. And even they both bad. kind of want to rebel against the laws, but also don't do it right and end up in trouble. So I think that uh, they're that stupid, also... but we love them anyways. Yeah. They all have absentee fathers in one way or another. But God, I would fit right in. <laughs> I was like, we can. I okay. I'm trying to figure out. I'm gonna say it now. It's fine. Um, but I really like the three different, like the three different, like um, you know, between like um Rose and uh, and Rose and Jesse, Eddie and Lissa, Christian and Mason. You see the three different ways of them like guarding, and yeah. I thought that was so cute because Eddie is very cute with him being like nobody can get to Lissa. I <laughs> Lissa, and then Mason and Christian are just like not Mason. Yeah, Mason and Christian are just in the room, just hanging out, talking, and then Jesse is like do my laundry. <laughs> You get to see like the spectrum of what gardening could be like. Like they talk about it in the book, but like some people will want you to be invisible and you're gonna Mm -hmm. have to stand all day against the wall and not talk to them. Others will act like your family and like it's nice. And others will be pervs. Yes. It's the three different it's three different ways. But I just really like how just like um just how like you see their dynamic. You see their dynamic, you see how each of them would react to a guardian. Because this is like cool, like Eddie, it's fine. Like I trust these people. Like you, you don't have to be like all up in the arms. And then again, Mason and Christian, they're just literally hanging out. I don't think they were like they were like yeah, <laughs> guarding. Like what's up? And, and they forgot like, the benchmarks were a thing. Yeah, they were. Just, <laughs> they, they did. Like, they were like it's daylight. Like whatever. They're like we're fine, you know. And it's a school. Like that, then- honestly, okay, honestly, that is so boy of them. Like that. That is just like my <laughs> is- like, guy. Yeah, I just thought that was so funny. And then you literally have Jesse, and I feel so sorry for whoever is his guardian. Like, I feel so sorry in the future for whoever it is. Because Rose is just trying to do the minimum, the bare minimum of being a guardian. Really, yeah. She's outside. She won't talk to him. And he's like, leave me alone. I'm in my room. Like, it's just like, there's no relationship between the two. Like, well, like he he actually was like, do you want to come in? Like, I don't mind an audience. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Wait, I blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> but we have the perfect example in Eddie, who's adorable, and yet gets scolded by Victor, who's being a bitch, and who mm-hmm. just is trying to force Lisa into marriage. Yeah, I, like, okay, I was gonna say. So, he's, like, totally using her as, like, a pawn for, like, his own political is, gain, yeah. and, like, he's acting like, yeah, I'm, like, your, um, like, your parental figure now, and I'm here to help you, and this is beneficial for you. I'm totally not doing this for me. And she's, like, yeah. she's, like, mm, okay. You know what is Land Delivery? I like Land Delivery. When he was, like, she's, like, wait, how do I do it with the fam- without a family? He goes, you just gotta get married. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, he's, like, it's easy. So simple. Just, just tie your life to someone else for, like, the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. You only game. have to marry someone and then start procreating. Yeah. That is so easy. Also, it. <laughs> it's so hypocritical because the way he talks to other people is like, how dare you manipulate and how dare you? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, doing the same thing. People, and you're doing exactly the same thing. But, okay, but the difference for him is he thinks he's in like the moral right, so he feels like he's doing something good. He's like, he's like, I'm not hurting Lissa because it's gonna benefit us, and so like she would be right to help me because, yeah. and I'm not forcing yeah. her. I gave her a choice. I totally gave her a choice, and like he gave her the illusion of a choice because she was going to yeah. listen to him regardless because she looks up to him as like a like a person she can trust. Yeah. So. it's so funny because it's literally what, what we do with kids we give them control choices it's like you can choose between this and this and that's basically what he does to lisa it's like yeah he's like it's your idea you can do whatever you yeah. want 
Just so because these to, these things, what you don't get married, you don't get your seat in the council, and bad things happen, or get married and let's have the council, let's help everyone, yay! Exactly. Is he really? Cute about but she her? looks so cute in her casual outfit. I was gonna okay. Lissa is so adorable, and when she's studying, she's so cute. She's. I know. Yeah. After the horrible top hat situation from. Hey. The she made that work, okay? She made it work. She looked Don't cute. say anything bad but, on my baby oh, She girl. made it work, but why did she have to? Like, yeah, why exactly. Like, thought? why? <laughs> because <laughs> they're like, we're going to give Danny, like, every single outfit under the sun to wear. Wait, and she said, why? I accept. Why does Jesse and Lissa have a top hat? Because they're extra. <laughs> like, is this a it's uniform? Is there a is royal this... thing? Yeah. Maybe it's a royal thing. Yeah. And Christian doesn't wear it because he's like, an outcast. We solved it. Yeah, they're like, no oh. top hat for you. you I don't think, I think it's like, I don't want the top hat. Andre, <laughs> Andre refused to wear the top hat because he said, there's no way you're making me wear a top hat and say all these unicorn lines. <laughs> One I or have, the other. I have I'm imagining the all those unicorn lines, but like a top hat on it. his head. So it's not gonna, like, <laughs> poor man, poor man. But um, we haven't, uh, we were talking about how cool Christian and uh, Mason are, and I like seeing how intense Mason was in the room with him. Like, he's so intense about the when he received the box with the yeah. ski mm-hmm. ticket and all that. I have an important note. It's very important. Christian looks so hot sitting on his bed with his little <laughs> pen, tapping his book, looking at Mason. I'm like, Damn. Anyway, the lesbian crisis is still going on. Don't say that on air. Not not the one on the, like, Christian, not the one on the, he's sitting on the bed, but, like, you know, that scene where he's overhearing, like, um, Jesse and his dad? His, he was looking good in that. Uh, I was like, (laughs) I vibe with it. But, anyway, Uh, back to me. I more than vibe with it. Anyways, back to, back to, back to you, Lena. Yes. So, the ski ticket, which, uh, this is a quick uh, theory thing, but I'm just bringing that. We talked before about how it's weird where they are re- relating to how fast they travel and where they go. I think it's interesting he gets his ski ticket and he can go with his car because that means they're near the mountains or in the mountains, which is reminiscent of in the book. So because they can drive to Portugal and back in Epsix to bring back Mare, I, now my, next, my new thing is that they might be around Andorra in the Pyrenees um, mountains in like the south of France where we have those mountains like overlap Spain and France and there's Andorra which is a tiny tiny um how do you say principauté like like a, a prince state whatever princely state um so I think maybe they're around there because it there's so much snow so I thought that was interesting um that we got that and also we have a mention of Mason's dad in this and I think it's the first time we really get to hear of him because then it becomes a recurring theme of why he wants to ace the benchmarks. Yeah, my my notes are so scribbly because I literally took this in the dark. But, oh my God. <laughs> like, he's trying so hard to be, like, really good at this. He's he's failing. Like, bless his heart. Like, he's, think- but he's, like, doing this, like, all to see his dad. And I have, like, a note when it gets to his scene with Rose and, like, because that all culminates there. But it's, like, he wants it so bad and it's so sad and it it's is. 
yeah anyways oh wait okay before we i know you guys are gonna go in depth i had just make a little joke um like when mason and christian are like talking about like mason's dad and about how like mason's dad could like like does chooses like not to actually like see his son i was like christian was like one second away about talking about his own parent issues before he like realized like okay this is not the right time okay <laughs> anyways that's all i had to say no but speaking of like mason and his like thing about his dad I thought that was like so interesting because you see hints like I like how it's sprinkled throughout the episode like you're like at first you're like okay that's weird why is he so like gung-ho like why is he so obsessed with this because everybody else is kind of chill Eddie Eddie's not, just but there Eddie's for been, fun like, he's like chill. I get to hang out with the big kids this is awesome yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and then and then you just have like Rose so like to me I was just like oh why is Christian like I mean not Mason so weird like he wants to just go to this world tour but he says it all the time he's like I'm gonna go to this world tour I want to go to this world tour. So for me, I was paying attention. To this like this time, I was paying attention. I was like, okay, he wants to go to the world tour. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> I was like investigate. I was like, I know what happens, but still. And I just really genuinely like how you see like he has other interests besides Rose because in the books, it, yeah. you don't know anything about yeah. it. It's just he him just and, exists to die. Rose. So I really, and you see, <laughs> yeah, he did. And then so I genuinely like seeing like his um, like his other ambitions. Why is he number yeah. one? Like why did he? Like, him and Rose, like we said, like, in the first episode, him and Rose are, like, tied for yeah. one and two, like, all the time. Meredith also, but Meredith isn't here this episode, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Lena. Sorry. But, that's, like, those, but they all have, like, different things. That they have different ambitions. Like, Meredith's been doing stuff. I don't know what she's doing. Um, But those three, like, constantly have their own, like, again, ambitions, their own dreams, their triangle. own, like, stuff. And you see Mason's, this episode, why he's so, like, why he's, like, insisting on being on top with, you know, and why he's always like so happy yeah. when he is on top. It like adds more depth to him, and also you know, it gives us no. like another um a different kind of like um relationship between a Dampier and like a Maroi parent and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had Janine, and so I hope we so, okay. Season two, we have to see Mason's dad. I would love that. We did. We did. No, we did. like actually, like interact like together. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like they have to. Oh, have, like, yeah, I would yeah. like them yeah. to have a scene together. I. I don't know why I just imagined that Mason dad would that would be amazing. Him. I would love that. I'd be like, yeah, so make him Mason, cry. Mason would be like, Daddy, and he'd be like, as you know, on the console to blast <laughs> off at Mason's dad, like just being horrible to Mason's dad as one of the console members the entirety of the time because he's like, you're, you, you're such a douche and you're just hateful. Um, I hope we get. Yeah. I hope we um, get uh, to keep Mason uh, because he has so much more depth yeah. and so much like so much to offer and has so much to explore outside of his relationship and with one Rose. episode. They did more with Mason in one episode than they did in like two books. I know. And I'd love to see more of yeah. his, like the dynamic. We talk a lot about how the triangle of Mare, Rose and Mason is really interesting and I want to keep to keep that going and I think in this episode not only you see that yes he's a great fighter and he has great results when it comes to fighting but he's genuinely a guardian that cares he makes some he's a very, he's a very sensitive boy he has a but, lot of feelings but he cares and he wants to protect them and he wants to do well you're just bigging all the characters <laughs> oh my god okay okay wait actually you know Mason has potential to be like emo boy. He's like really sad. He has a lot of feelings. No wonder why him and Christian vibe. No, but I, yeah, but I also really liked how, okay, so Mason was like, yeah, my dad hasn't checked yeah. up on me in a minute, right? He's like, my dad hasn't checked up in a while. And then literally Christian's parents are like, hey, over hey, here. We're here. 
which I was like, this is so mean. Why do you oh keep my God. doing this to him? You don't care about Christmas, uh. but like every, every episode, I'm like, why are you doing this much effort? No, when you're just for real, it's like, <laughs> I feel like they're enjoying themselves. They're like, they have no reason to like bully him as hard as they do, but they're like, you know what? This is fun. Yeah. But also the ski ticket, I don't know why, but it reminded me of yes, the me ski too. And yeah. also, oh, I was just going to ask about this. Cute. Have we agreed that Diane, Diana, Alice, whatever her name is, <laughs> is the one who has brought it? Because it's weird that a human feeder would be seen in the, like, in the dorms with nobody else. My, my thing, Moroi, I mean, I just don't together? think. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> like, I no, think okay. there's another Moroi on them here. Maybe it. Tatiana, since we know she works with Christian's parents who is bringing stuff in rather than diane maybe no but i do think it's diane because imagine i would have been like oh yeah a royal requested a specific feeder so typical like i would have seen her walk and i've been like yeah he would probably requested her yeah private. you know what i mean i would have been like he's christian's he's weird like he's a struggle he doesn't fit he has struggle parents you know i imagine I her... you always quit <laughs> I imagine her stealing a little costume and role playing as a laundry lady, <laughs> going to like pick up something. Oh, like like Pretty Little Liars when they dress as nurses. Same we need thing. like we need like a little mini episode, like little mini episodes of Diane just going around. <laughs> All her, her different disguises. Her, her spying on Christian and Lissa. <laughs> yeah. Wow, he looks extra emo today. I'm definitely well, gonna. She, she doesn't need to spy on them. Christian tells her everything. Yeah. He... Christian does tell her he has no friends. A it's cool so baby. His yeah. best friend is this. I feel so bad for him. He is so desperate. He is yeah. so desperate for some kind of love. It's sad. Yeah. He's like Diane. Can you can can we just talk? And she's <laughs> yeah, like, Tell yeah. me, tell me yeah, about I'm, all your trouble yeah. with your parents. He spends longer than we record our podcast episodes talking to her. I know. Does oh it God. take a single <laughs> drink? <laughs> talking about. Christian wanted love and all that. Uh, this makes me think of his marriage to Lisa, which makes me think of the maid of honor line that's yeah. right after, which is so bittersweet. When, I have an important like, note. Yeah, again. Lisa looks so pretty in her pink coat. <laughs> she does. I actually have like a little dress. I have it in my notes, but like she looks like Jackie O a bit. Like it reminds me of that vibe. Um, we have to start another counter of every time Theo says that they have an important <laughs> note. And it's and just it's the just... cast being hot. <laughs> yeah, I think I did that. I think I did that last episode where I was like, guys, I need to stop every time I say someone is hot. So. <laughs> you I have a, an unhinged little thought on the feeders no. and them having personal feeders. You're going to like it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. So hear me out. Yeah. You know how everyone has their specific feeder? Like, what if they have, like, a special little taste? Because <laughs> personally, personally, I have a, a blood disorder where um, I am missing, like, the proteins that break up blood clots. So mm-hmm. I always joke that mosquitoes really like me because I have jelly desserts in my bloodstream. <laughs> jelly desserts? <laughs> I have very sweet blood if you go by the, by the myth that, like, you, mosquitoes will drink only from sweeter blood if they have choices. Like, I'm always the one being bitten by mosquitoes. So. Hey, Christian, listen, I have very tasty blood. If you ever want to take a <laughs> sip, I'm open for you. What if, someone's like, what if someone's, like, pre-diabetic <laughs> and they have, like, really sweet blood? Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's maybe funny. there's also like something to do with the. Do you say rhesus in English? It's like the 
Like you'll you'll no the candy? No. <laughs> the candy. What? No, you know your blood type when you have a positive or negative. I don't even know what my blood type is. I don't know what my blood type is. I'm O plus. Like the ABO. My blood type is sex. I'm A negative. So I technically I'm supposed to have the same one as my mom, but I don't know which one it is. That's great. Uh, we also get in uh this scene how like i like how lisa is trying to downplay how inbred the royals are like there's only 12 families you're bound to be overlapping yes she said second cousin (laughs) so it's not too bad there's there's no way like they would have had to have so many marriages like it's you know, but at least the car, the dash puff carbs, you know, found a way around it by yep. adopting. You know, they said we're not. He's like, you guys are freaks. We're gonna adopt. <laughs> Maybe Victor has that terminal illness yeah. because of inbreeding. Maybe he does. Maybe that's why. <laughs> like, like with hemophilia in uh the, in Victoria's grandchildren that killed half of the families in Europe. You know, Ooh. maybe that's what it is. Uh, on, okay, honestly, Wait, there's have... way too many sexy like a Moroi for there to be a two like that much inbreeding. There's no like, way. No, there's no. They're way. too high. No. Yeah. No, but wait, I have a question. Okay, this is actually really random. I was just thinking about the family dynamics again of the carp dash gloves, and could we say that Sonia is one of their actual kids? Well, like, she one of the kids. could be. It's never like it's never mentioned. Yeah. Who. Yeah, if she is or not. Mm-hmm. But I was it's just never mentioned like about yeah. like Mia mentions both her parents being like dead. Uh, so but yeah, never mentioned about Sonia. Sure. Or she could be like a niece or yeah. something like you know maybe uh, pulling a yeah. uh, pulling a net you star. I just kind of. I just thought, yeah. yeah, I just want more Sonia. As you can see, this episode gave I me know, more, but I didn't. Want, you know, yeah. Sonia's so she's such an interesting character. She mm-hmm. is. She's so sweet. She's so big. She would have to be Robert's kid if she was mm-hmm. one of them, because if she was Victor's kid, she'd be royal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure. Oh. Not sure. Okay then. See, we solved it kind of. In the same scene, we have Dane and Jesse, uh, mm-hmm. and again, we did our Goditry um tier for the characters uh, this week, and uh, we all threw Dane to be eaten by the Cyhounds. And this yeah, I hate scene, it really proves us right. Dane is horrible to Jesse. You feel for Jesse in this, like yeah. even I no don't. Matter, no, I, I mean, do. Like I, hate I always him in the book, but... but in this scene, you're like I can still see how. Okay. All I have written down for this scene yeah. was like that one really funny line where he's like, "Like, why is it that every time you send me off to breed, I feel like I'm the one getting <laughs> the one fucked. getting fucked?" Yeah. And I'm like, it's "You know excellent. what, Jesse? Just for that line, you can stay." Yeah. yeah. He has the funniest lines. And he has a very nice Joseph has excellent delivery. Like, he looks so blase. He is a great actor because I am disgusted every time he shows up on screen. I'm like, I can (laughs) feel the grease. Do you know? Do you know how I know he's a great actor? I've seen pictures of Joseph smiling. And I'm like, (laughs) that is that. Okay, but same actually. When he went to see Reese play, on all the pictures, he has the biggest smile and he looks so happy. Okay, so yeah. happy. And okay, you destroy Je- your conversation with Luisa and you're like... He's so funny. But um, yeah. Jesse is a great example of 
Character, absolutely hideous, unattractive, disgusting man. Actor, gorgeous, Both. pretty person. Right, we love him. Like, we love him so much. We may have an absolute comedy gold <laughs> montage of Lisa and her pretendants. It's so good. <laughs> this scene is so funny. It's so funny. Like all the the hell one and just everything going off and she's slowly losing it. But also, I have something to say. Oh. She is so hot when she uses her compulsion powers like that. I'm like, oh my god. Like, she's like, why don't you streak your ass up out of here? And I'm like, please say that to me next. When she said that, I was scared he was going to actually streak and start (laughs) When she said that, I whimpered. So... No, when she said that, based on, like, the trajectory of the show (laughs) and how much ass they show, I was really scared he was actually going to streak and they're going to have to see another And you're already traumatized. (laughs) Two times. Two times. The second time. Mm. No, that's later. Well, yeah. That's later, but so far, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two times throughout the entire show. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I was, I really liked, because I was like, like, while I was watching it, I was like, okay, if I'm Lissa, who would I pick out of these three? I'm I'm not picking the hair one. And I was like, me personally? The hair one. The one that's just with his hair. Like, <laughs> that one. I would not pick that. I'll pick the one with the flower. The one I was talking about flowers. There was nothing like, wrong with him. Matt, he just, I mean, he was very passionate. The one that was talking about the books, like the moment like he mentioned the rare books, she was just like, wait, what? Tell me more. I want to know more. Right? Be subtle, Lisa. Be subtle. Can you get back, you get back here? Also, Eddie in the background trying yeah. not to lose it is yeah. very cute. Like he's just like oh, is he the- I didn't notice that. I, That's cute. I didn't notice him either. I was supposedly staring at Lisa. Him, yeah. I was also I have staring a at Lisa. I pretending to be one of pretending to be here. I was like, who am I gonna date? So I'm not focusing on Eddie. I was like, you're like, playing along. Yeah, because I'm not picking Jesse yeah. that close. I'm sorry. Okay. You say that like Lisa had a choice in who she was picking. No. I don't she think did. she did. Pick the flower. <laughs> she picked the one that would bring the most power. Which yeah. was the books. Ex- yeah. The and also, also uh, regarding Eddie, just the my notes, apparently he smiles at her when she tells the guy to leave. Like, you know, oh, no, I saw that part. I remember that part. Me too, yeah. He was a little proud. He was like, yeah. And then you we get, get a- the cuteness killed with Jesse showing up, but I think that exchange is so interesting and it tells so much about Jesse as a character and his dynamic with Lisa and also with his dad. Like, when we see that one churchy person in the weird outfit oh. and he's like, my dad has Fair eyes everywhere. Off, no? Like you can really see. The... I don't trust that. I don't trust them anymore. After what happened in episode ten, I never trusted them. But I definitely know it. I know it is. I think it's. I think it's so funny how um like I was like like everyone reacting to the show is like what is up with those monks? But and then it came back. Wait, what if that, like, what if that end. monk was actually Tatiana? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't trust them. But oh my I, god. I have a really interesting. I was thinking about this right now because I don't have thoughts. Um, but it came right now, and I was like. I think it's so interesting that like so you have two kind of sets of duty between like the guardians and their duty to protect the Maroid this episode, and then you have the duty of Jesse and Lisa trying to get like Jesse's like this is my duty to get married, but I also don't want to be married to you, and the way he like tries to go like around it like tries to be like Lisa listen I don't want to be with you I don't want to be here and but he still has to like at least attempt it, and then you have um, Lisa who's just being forced into this and kind of like. Is trying to do it gracefully, but like has no choice. So I really like how everybody, everything was like kind of subtly about duty. I really liked it. Okay, that was it. But it's yeah, it's it's a super interesting thing. We get a lot more about Jesse and Dane. 
uh, in uh, in this uh, scene without Dane actually being here. Um, and I like that they're having this reluctant, we have to make it work between Jesse and Lisa. And I feel for Jesse when he says, can you try to pretend yeah. that you don't hate me? Like, just pretend. It kind but of squeezes my heart. when uh, I can't pretend. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but he's, 20, he's 20 being like, yeah, <laughs> your parents are struggling, loser. Like, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> He does, but still. I was in my notes. I have a thing saying that he always looks like he's about to head off on a bike to go sing Grease Lightning. Like, you just that. That's so what, what, what's up with that? <laughs> like, like, it's just he's fun. like, he's like a bully from one of those old movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. That is he so is. funny. And that's why you can't take him seriously. You're like, uh huh, sure, Jesse. You're like, calm down, Jesse. I'm so get- terrified right now. Yeah, I'm totally intimidated by you. I would be t- actually. I would be scared of him if he was actually around. Okay, if he was real, I'd be really creeped yeah. out. Like, yeah, yeah. If he Are was you guys like- ready? Are you guys ready? No. I have to to gather you. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Wait, before well- we talk about the scene, I just have to say <laughs> how everyone fell for that so yeah. easily. Like, yeah. they're so dumb. Like, they're like, why? Oh, yeah. guys, like, seriously. They're like we're in the middle of a test, but we're gonna like, like not like, exactly. like cooperate with everyone. No, if we get but they're gonna defend you all because I'm gonna defend my guardians no. and say that it's listen. They're probably like scattered all over the place because they all got told by different people. What about their secret group chat? <laughs> they don't have a phone. <laughs> they have a phone. That right, they have email. Phone. Rose email. They have email. Oh, so you're telling me. You want the guardians to be like, hey, Maroy, take a seat. I'm going to email my other guardians. <laughs> no, exactly. the individual no they, they tell them Maroy to stay in their room. They're like, I'm going to be right back. I have to run down to my room where the one computer is. And email <laughs> Who also don't have a way to reply to me also, because they don't have a computer. They're like, like, I'm at the computer. <laughs> but no, because they're also individual like tests. So like, who's gonna be like, hey, did you get Alberta? No, I'm not gonna tell nobody I got Alberta on my like. I'm not gonna be like Alberta to do this. It's a secret. Like I'd be like, yo, I probably got a good grade. I'm going in that place, whatever that is, and I'm gonna get that grade. Like I'm not gonna corroborate. Yeah, them, honestly, so- I would be paranoid because I'm like, what if it's a, like I would think, oh, it's a trap, and then I'd be like, no, I have to listen because what if I get in trouble? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I also like how they all walked in and Rose was like, wait a minute wait a minute why are you all here and everybody's like oh i got it from Mikhail the told me. And, 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 and Mikhail told me honestly if you put a laugh track over that that'd be like a yeah. scene from a comedy it's so funny like, so yeah, no. the first one that it was like, so hey, like how are you so stupid <laughs> I know, like, you know this makes me think of the it's a trap from uh yeah, Star Wars, yeah. Which is just- <laughs> I might have to make an edit of this scene, but Please. I think it's, okay. I think it's funny that all like the actual guardians have those earpieces they can communicate to each other with. So like they're all communicating like, okay, go get this person, go get this person, and but like the dom peers that are like the novices that are training have no way to contact each other. That's not. <laughs> Like finding them. I know they're at a disadvantage there. <laughs> Can you just yeah. picture Mason running around, like hoping from the bar to the library to the archives to the barracks? Like, has somebody <laughs> seen Rose? He's <laughs> like, I got Christian with me. Where is Christian? Now I'm just picturing him running with like Christian, but like yeah. trailing behind him. <laughs> and then someone would say, They're at the church, and they're like, Oh, okay, someone already told me to go to the church, so it's on the way. Yeah. Also, why are they fighting in this sacred building? Yeah, good question. Because, because it's they're sexy. crazy. 
Because because maybe we feel safe in church and we symbolism. Oh yeah, yes. they they would have been they would have been suspicious if they were like gather yeah. at the training grounds. Gather yeah, yeah. at the bob. They'd be like they'd be like go to the library. Yeah, that's that's a place. But also, I just really like how they're all like waiting for them. Like they're up there just waiting. I'm like, are they here yet? Uh, yeah. Also, how are they not suspicious? Because they're like, if Dimitri came up to me during the benchmarks and would be like, go to the church, I'd be like, um, why? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I would no, be suspicious, but, like, but then guess. I'd be in- afraid of being in trouble. So I'd be like, yeah. So yeah. Wait, wait, hold just up. hang around and be outside of it. Like, wait, wait, wait. 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 I have a point. I have a really important no. point. Peyton, if Dimitri <laughs> walked up to you and said, go to the church, <laughs> You would have gone to the church. <laughs> no questions asked, and you would have put on your slutiest outfit. Probably. But, okay, but but if he was like, take your charge to the church, I I'd be like, why? But like, if he was like, just you in the church, I'd be like, okay. And, and I'm just imagining it. So like, they don't say bring your charge to the to the church. They say go to the church. And so like, just imagining like one of like the novices like getting all dressed up and just showing up to the church. And they're all comparing, and I was like, oh Alberta, oh Michaela. And I'm like, well, Dimitri told me. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. <laughs> You're like. Please. Is this a date? Like, what is this? What is this? I'd be so embarrassed. You'd like, I thought I had some vibes, but I guess I read it wrong. It's like in Wednesday when Tyler's like, he was, you were giving me signals. Like, what <laughs> fucking signals? And Dimitri's like, I just told you to go to the church. And you're like, I heard you and I go to the church. I heard go to your room. I heard let's meet at the church. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. The <laughs> attic? Are a little go secret. to the church attic? We got the attic. The, the choice attic. of the church as a location, I think it makes for an interesting parallel with Sonia in Epton, and mm-hmm. also in the books they can't walk into churches <laughs> yeah. this weekend. Um, so I thought that was cool that they parallel that, and also this way they clarify that Strigo can walk in the church. So this is why then Mia is that not safe sucks, in the system. Yeah, but it makes yeah. sense because when Mia is not safe in the cistern, when she goes to meet Mare and she yeah. gets attacked there, and then Sonia attacks her. Yeah, it was a it cool could detail. Be, it could be Sonia is more powerful. Like I said, she's just Sonia sexy like be, that. Be, you know, she's yeah. probably oh probably because she's a user. Oh, oh, they should do that. They should totally do that. If Strigoi couldn't walk in holy ground, they probably couldn't have also like appeared in episode five because even yeah. though the ruins, it's still sacred ground. Yeah, it's oh, just yeah. So... the church. Oh, was the church? Yeah, what church? I mean, you have about, like... about the church architecture and how it's I don't ruined. listen. The plot stuff just. I'm just. I, I only pay attention when people are hot. But also talking about hot, I love the way they drop from the top. Of the church yeah. and they land, it is just so smooth. Yeah. I wish they would. Yeah. Never mind. But I mean, like <laughs> that. Okay, every time I watch this show, I always forget that they're half vampire. So like seeing them jump, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> how did you do that? Wait a second. What a second? Because <laughs> when they're fighting, okay. how Rose somersaulted off that balcony in episode one. It yeah. Was like, Okay, for no, no reason the, either. Only the, when they're training so and when they're fighting is when I remember that they're they're half vampires. Because everything else, I'm like, oh, they're just little chilling. And then now I'm like, oh, this is why. Like they're fighting so fast and it's like a blur, but also they're just jumping from. They're just so dramatic. And also, I'm like, yeah. 
the fights are so satisfying like the noises and stuff like the sound yeah. editing is so satisfying on the yeah. fights also <clears throat> speaking of vampires um i need season two for there to be more fang action because it's hot mm-hmm. right where's danny's danny's was so cute unless this oh my was god cute. Yeah. yeah like i wish you would hiss at me like that anyways yeah, was, you know, but i really like though because rose is like lissa and she's not taking charge she was like eddie do this and then lissa and jesse get out of here and lissa dips well she's there at the church still because you see her at the end of the fight mm-hmm. but she's gone like you don't see her and then jesse's like yeah i'm gonna watch this let me see what this let me see what's happening rose is very when she has to be rose is very like okay let's do yeah. this yeah. which is kind mm-hmm. of the difference between her and mason because mason right? is a good guardian i will defend mason and say he's a good guardian but he's also just a novice. I think know? I think Mason like, s- still has that like that like immaturity mm-hmm. where he lets his emotions like get the better yeah. of him. Where like he I think he's definitely a good guardian like on paper, but when it comes to really intense situations where he has a lot of feelings involved, it can cloud like how, how he reacts. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he yeah. has a lot of practice because Rose is like I think they're both at the same here's okay, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, oh, no, both, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Rose learns a lot faster than he does. And because of that she's growing a lot faster than he is, because he's still stuck at like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna do this. I'm impulsive. I'm reckless. Because, and so Rose is taking initiative and be like, okay, Dimitri, can you train me? Okay, my mom mm-hmm. says I gotta be better. So she's like all these people telling her to be better. So yeah. she's learning a lot more than he is and growing a lot more than Mason is. They're both. They're both like. I think they're both like equals when it comes to like the their fighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes yeah. to like the way they like the way they think and like their tactile abilities and stuff that's definitely where rose has like the advantage because yeah. like, her, her situation and like what's been thrown yeah. on her and stuff and like, like her responsibilities in, in this scene mason flies like he's been thrown across he's, yeah. Yeah. like he, he i think she just, he just left a lot faster than everybody else other than rose and mason is distracted because rose is fighting dimitri yeah. <laughs> no, I, bet, yeah. I bet he's fighting he keeps like looking back like what is what are they doing and i mean i would be distracted too uh mm-hmm. yeah if, no, but I think you can like see it because i was like because that one girl that dimitri just got rid of instantly i was like we could do was it a girl was it a boy i don't remember i don't know it, it was someone both. it was yeah. someone it was someone um but he just finished that fight fast and then so quickly we go the blood scene right wow. after that pan pan where are you i heard the blood scene but we haven't gotten into it yet I we're we're in it. It. Let's Let's go. Go. <laughs> get into it all so right hard. so the blood scene <laughs> um i thought that feeling awakened by this scene was a universal experience however in my um desperation to share the glory of the show in this scene i yeah. watched vampire academy with my mother and also my roommates and so when episode four comes on before we even get anywhere near the blood scene i i announce just wait and then before, when we're in the church during the date and whenever, and I'm like, something's coming, you're going to know exactly what I mean. Something oh is coming. Prepare yourself. This is a gift I am bestowing upon you. And then I always watch people watch mm-hmm. that scene. And because I'm expecting it, oh my God, like I have the first time I watched it with my mother, I was like, you'll know what I'm talking about. She doesn't react. <laughs> we watch the scene and she's like, okay, like what? what do you mean what it's the blood scene but you know that was fine what was worse was when i watched it with my roommate and i was like girl just wait 
And as soon as the blood starts to pour out of his mouth, she looks over at me and I'm watching her like, <laughs> like lip bite, like eyebrows raised. And she's like, Peyton, no. <laughs> she's like, no, that is disgusting. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean that's disgusting? Like, that is the hottest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I wouldn't agree, but I do find it like it works, you know, like it. it Listen, I don't know. I don't know why I find it attractive. I think that's something I should explore in therapy. It's it's but... because it's mm, never mind. I, I find it more it... attractive when she slams it against the bench. Okay, and... that yeah. that was hot. That is like, well. Like, and she okay. slams it against the bench, and he he like I half laughs. What my roommate did accept was hot as fuck was when um she's like straddling him on the ground and he blocks the stick and she pushes it down and he like releases uh, that breath. Yeah. They're just my roommate was like, oh, that I can understand. They're ridiculous. They have the best chemistry. But also it's fighting and she he's like, You're really good. And he goes, Yeah, I'm the best. And I'm like, Are you guys are you guys flirting? And yeah, yeah, and like, 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 that, that like, moment you. of like yeah, I have a fairly decent teacher. He's like, fairly decent. Not like, to <laughs> not to diminish Rose's win. But there were so many times when Dimitri could have taken a fat chunk out of her squib. Yeah, he yeah. could have just kicked her. Because like, <laughs> Mason gets kicked across the room. And Dimitri has so many opportunities. And he's like too busy flirting in front of everybody. Alberta, Mikhail, Mason. I'm listening all hey, of them. Listen. Thank God the others were he distracted has- by fighting yeah. or else they would yeah. have been like, Not Dimitri, Mason. Mason sir. Like- he has to take the chances that he gets to get close to her. <laughs> Mason's like, am I the, Mason's fight, like, am I the only one that's doing this right now? Yeah, that's what he was saying. He was like, what is, you guys are just literally on top of each other. And then Alberta's like, we're done. And I'm Yay. like, do you not see that, Alberta? You're on, you're on the balcony. <laughs> Alberta, so you saw that too, right? Alberta already knows. Because, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Because she doesn't know yet because later she makes a look yeah yeah we're getting there we're getting however she looks like a proud mama when she looks at them all like she's like consider yourself winners (laughs) 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 mason did win because nobody took a bad i'm so i don't know why i'm defending mason but i'm defending you should you're right he was distracted you know you guys are mad at him for later on the episode so i gotta defend I'm him not- as much okay as okay actually i know a lot of people can compl- okay when we get to it i'll defend him but yeah, like yeah. people complaining I, about his I, fight with rose i agree with him like i'm sorry no, no, i do not but we'll get to that but i don't agree that dimitri went easy on rose yeah. or that uh he could have easily uh won if he had wanted i don't agree that's the truth i think from the physicality of them all and how strongly she throws him on the bench and stuff it's clear she's actually very strong oh yeah 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 yeah. i just think i just think when he had her pressed up against the bench and they were talking about like um like oh you're learning like i have a i have a pretty decent teacher whatever like when like instead of talking he could have like yeah yeah (laughs) use that mouth for other things dimitri I think he was more worried yeah. about about like her just calling him. Oh, no, but I really like how somehow. I Wait, was, I had it. I had a thought. Eddie, Mason, and Rose won, and I like that. I was like, those three have won. Do like, you? Do you? Do you guys think that Dimitri didn't bite her little neck squib because he was afraid oh. that like he couldn't <laughs> stop? what the fuck what do you mean it's not her blood it's like synthetic no no i mean he takes a bite and she's so close to her neck and he's just like oh oh he just bites it and he starts making out with rose two seconds later in front of everybody like exactly 
Yeah. He's like, but also, like, the angle of it feels like, in reality, if you were a Strigoi, biting the back of her neck would not necessarily do anything. They were facing each other at one yes. point. When they, they were, were talking, he can just grab yeah, her and go, huh? Well, no, with, like, there's a point before, before, like, that, like, before his, his yeah. <laughs> um, people that are listening, they're facing each other, and Rose is against the bench, and then she flips it and gets him. They yeah. flip a lot. Actually, they I have a question. A I have a question. Very sexual, the way they're When they're, okay, so he bites the squib. He has blood pouring out of his mouth. He fights Rose. The blood is, like, gone. Like, he has stuff on his mouth, but it's gone. Did because he swallow it the blood? It would have been flinging everywhere in the fight scene. Right. Where did he put it? Did he spit it out in the church? I want, I want that scene. Like, I want that scene. He's like, Rose, give me one second. Let me just clean this up. And and then... did he swallow? Like, I have so many questions. What Where is does it taste like? He takes a bite. It's pouring out of his mouth. He turns his head, spits the rest of it out, just does one of those, like... What does it taste like? I don't know. Uh, actually, fake blood is disgusting. I have tasted it before because I was in a play where we used it, well, and it's awful. It's so sticky. It tastes disgusting. I know. I, it's, it's, like, I, I, know I know. I know how fake <laughs> blood is made, but I mean, like, it's a vampire show that they could put anything in there. Maybe. But like, there's professional fake blood, which is the one they sell to sets and stuff, and that's what we had. Um, it's a blood that like. In, in our case, it was easier to clean and stuff like this because we were on stage, so we had to clean it off. And it just, it's so sickly sweet. It's just awful. But also, the blood they have in the squibs is so much darker than the fake blood they gave Dimitri yeah, and me because that looks so fake. You but know what? I think, I think Alberta, that's Alberta's little craft blood. She made that, she put it in the little blood squib, she closed it. And oh she my god. It. She's she like, made, she's like, at home she at like, night making stuff and for like her kiddo. She's like, oh, I'm so excited for our benchmarks. But also, <laughs> did you know when you look at your blood running down your arm, it's very bright red, and then when you see it in like a syringe, yeah. it's very dark. So yeah. Wait, do you think Alberta also made the pairings? I'm still stuck on this. She I bet did. Alberta. She was at home. She was writing everything down. She was writing the schedule down. Yeah. She's in there, she's like texting Mikhail and Dimitri's like Rose and Rose and Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she has her she has her PJs on, and she's like, it I'm is so a excited. bit of a challenge. We're gonna give her Jesse. I like to think that um, she actually sat at home and wrote a code for a random generator, and she, like, hit shuffle. <laughs> she doesn't care. It's what you're saying. She's like, yeah, okay, that looks good. Yeah, that looks better. Jesse is an utter dummy at the end of his yeah. And I just <laughs> want to punch him so bad. I was so mad at him. Like, okay, I was mad at this originally, but watching this again, I was like, you know, maybe he has a point, because it's all pretend. And oh, okay. If the guardian grabbed him and like broke his quid, Rose would have lost. Yeah, like, like, just, but he doesn't hey. care. Yeah, he, doesn't, like, care. he doesn't care. And also, the man wants a Strogoi near him so bad. <laughs> He's like, this <laughs> is he, as close as I'm gonna get. Right. I understand his thought process. I just don't think. In the future, it does not matter because if I see a Strogoi, I'm gonna go to the Strogoi. Like, I don't yeah. care if you bring him. He's like, he's like, he's like, like, Rose, he's like, Rose, we're doing what we do in real life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm practicing. Life, this is my I'll practicing. Be waiting. You know, yeah. I'll be waiting, and they will come to me. And and you can, you know, I don't care about you because, you know what, he's like, he literally just like, I don't care. Like, he's like, I, you can fail, you can win, but for me, my goal is to be a Strogoi or get eaten by one 
or whatever the actual dream is. Like, he just wants a strigoid. I bet he was sitting there like, Dimitri, get over here. Please stop looking at her. Bite me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, what did you say about his problems in this episode? Uh, in a bit, we will cover another one of his many, many problems. Like, he, 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 he doesn't have, yeah. he's just kinky like Wait, that. Can we talk? I have a really important note. Okay, no. really important note. And it's the fact that, like, at the end, which, like, you guys are all winners and they all stand up. Why in the world are Alyssa and Christian right next to each other? Like, they just broke up and they're right, they pop up from behind the church, like that little pew, like, you know, the thing. Why did and they're I just notice that? And they're next to each other. And I, because I paused it and I was looking at where everybody else was standing and all of them were like shocked and proud. And Alyssa was so good because she was kind of proud. She's like, oh, we won. And I'm like, you're not a guardian, but okay. <laughs> like, you won. But they were just literally, they pop up right next to each other. And I'm like, didn't you guys. What were up? they doing that entire. Now yeah. I need now I need that yeah. behind the scenes. I need that yeah. little mini episode. Like, what were you two doing? Anyway, Christian's like important. Christian's like this is really intense right now. What if we just like kiss? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I know we broke up or I broke up with you, but we never actually got together anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why don't we kiss to make it official so I can break up with you again? So it like makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're gonna break up. We're gonna stay broken up, but like we were never official. So let's fix that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, not about Christian, sorry. Uh, but I love that JC immediately tattletales and <laughs> Alberta is like having to immediately scold Rose. Like she went from go have fun and you did great to <laughs> god damn it. Okay, <laughs> it is so unfair how Rose gets this huge lecture, but like Jesse gets nothing for not like following the rules. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a, he's a because royal he's a royal Maroi. Well, you know what? Fuck them. Wow, Theo the learned dynamic. the whole meaning of the show. <laughs> so then because of this, like, the three guardians totally understand Rose and wish we could say the same thing. And, like, Alberta is trying to be stern, but she's also really proud of Rose, and she's, like, she does that thing where she's, like, you took on the great Dimitri Pellicott. And, 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 and uh, so like it's it's such a she's very proud. Mikael is like I need to act as a big brother who's trying to be responsible and tell off Rose, but also I kind of love. And, and Dimitri is so funny because he's just he's proud. He's just so smart. He's like, yeah, you lived it till death. <laughs> he's, he's like, like I know I'm hot. That's right. The um the I plan on coming for you even harder next time. I know. It's such a good line. Such a and good. And about like, Berta's salad. But that was the first comrade. Can't wait. Yeah. And Albert says, like, Jennifer is beautiful and she has gorgeous eyes and she has the best styles. And the way she just looks at them, you're like, she was pretty hot. Am I seeing what I'm seeing? I saw an edit of that and the music still gets to me because why is it so, like, dun dun? Like, it's so dramatic when she looks up and I'm like, so you figured it out? Like, okay. <laughs> you can tell in her brain, she's like, hang on, Mikael and Sonia are begging. Now these two are up to something. Not her two men. Like, she's like, I trusted you guys to like... Why am I not begging anyone? That's unfair. Both who's, who's over here? Alberta, no, if you need somebody, if you're lonely because these men are off screwing people, you I'm here. You guys, I had a thought and then I forgot it. I'm sorry. It really, you know, it was really funny. <laughs> that's me every time i have every time i like forget something i'm like but i'm really funny you would have laughed it was really funny i'm sorry we would have you guys keep talking i need to figure out what it was 
But I love the little Mikel and Rose exchange. And then uh, I have to mention Mel because, you know, like my re-encounter is going to be very low today. It's sad, really. But to um, to talk about like the... Fi- I know somebody commented that like it wasn't fair that um, Mel had an excuse... It was called... Had an excuse for the family visits. And I actually had a thought about that. I wonder if Arberta knows they are not family visits. Like, I wonder if she's on to... Like if she's either aware of the situation from the get-go or if she figured it out and i do agree that like it makes sense since they brought up the benchmarks to the next 24 hours but there was no way for mayor to be back and also it brings out that rose is still competing with mayor even when she's not there like she She was she was like why is she number two (laughs) wait (laughs) wait so wait rose moved up but was she number one or is mason still number one and that's why she wants to knock off Mare because she should be two. Number two, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I still Here's what I think. I know Carmen has opinions and I will let her speak <laughs> after this. But I think that like when she's like, oh, she had a pre-approved uh, uh, vacation. Like, I think that makes sense. If like, I think it made sense like to be like, oh yeah, this is like ahead of time, three months, whatever, like however long it was, like I'm going to go and I need to do this. And they'll be like, yeah, it's cool don't miss benchmark which is like probably a month later you know what i mean so if it was mm-hmm. if the benchmarks had been at that moment she would have like they, there's no way they would have let her go but because they moved it up with the whole 16 and up like like i like they you moved said at night she was yeah. already at her mom's when they yeah. moved or, to the next day for her mom's you know we don't know where she is yeah there was no way for her to be back head cannon head cannon She's walking into the <laughs> barracks, about to like unload her bags and like go to bed, and they put the bag over her head and steal her. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. she has no is. awareness of what's going on. She doesn't yeah. even know <laughs> that like the bank parts are going on. No, she's like, oh, she doesn't well, know anything is going so, on. Like clearly, yeah. she just came back. Like she wasn't. No, just... but I really like how like because Mason in the first half, and then Meredith replaces him right in the next half, and I'm like, whoa, like. One of the M and M's are fighting, and we, like it's so. And, like weird. she hasn't been told about anything. She's like, "What the fuck?" Like, just, like wait, wait, there, and like, huh? <laughs> I Carl, think... what were your thoughts about? Uh... Yeah, like, um, so the first time I watched it, I wasn't really like paying attention to it. So I was like, "Okay, yeah, pre up family with it, whatever." But then, like, I just like remember the line from Alberta in episode one when she tells Rose, "Like, give find me as you go. That will take that excuse of you, like you going to say hi, like welcome Lisa back." Like, isn't it the same like thing, like? pre-approved or not like if you're missing a very important event like the benchmarks even if it's pre-approved Astrigo is not going to take that excuse Astrigo well, is going to kill so you because like you guardians are allowed to be to have days off yeah you know of course sounds like Stan <laughs> on the book <laughs> you're like literally because he says that in the to Rose when he's like yeah what guardians like he's literally that's his quote and I think it was so funny because I was like you know what you're right like Astrogoy is not going to be like Oh, Meredith's on vacation. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, if, even even if she has a day off, if she's out in the world and Astrogoy finds her, he's gonna offer. Like, even if she's off. I think it would like, have been fair thing. to steal her from her mom's, but not fair to downgrade her for not being there. Because like, if the guardian is off as Dimitri was and his charge dies, but that's not the guardian's fault. It's Are you just... sure about that? Because Dimitri thinks otherwise. I, I am sure about that. It's it is, it is whomever well. was in charge at that point. But, like, I think it would have been funny if, like, uh, they'd found her wherever she was and just stolen her from there with no context or explanations. They knock uh, on her door and they're like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, 
I do miss her. And then Jesse and Dane um, uh, appear again to talk about the date that went terribly wrong. And Jesse is like, well, it was kind of interrupted. He <laughs> said, I didn't schedule the benchmarks, you did. <laughs> like, it wasn't my fault. Like, it just happened. And Dane just. No, like, literally, it is his fault that the benchmarks were moved up. Yeah, it's but, Dane's fault. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Dane's fault, but it's not Jesse's. Uh, no, that's what I mean, of like. Yeah. It is it's, Dane's fault that the date was interrupted. Yeah, yeah not Jesse. Like, we need to reschedule right now. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry, but this whole episode, I was thinking about accents because he says, uh, says what does he say again? Reschedule instead of reschedule. He, he yeah. says reschedule. reschedule. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. says reschedule. British. And I was like, I don't like. And then later <laughs> on, and then later on, Dimitri says Christian. And I'm yes. Like, Why? <laughs> no, when he said that, I was like, huh. Karen <laughs> says Christian if you ever That's watch an hot, interview though. where they're talking about characters Kieran will like point to Andre and be like oh yeah like Christian da, 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 and I'm like Slay. But, yeah, honestly it's kind of hot just saying like in French we say Christian Ooh. and I feel like it's like, kind of ho, ho, ho. that's pretty cool French makes say... it so pretty and then, but I, not that I'm <laughs> hating on Kieran's accent, but it really threw me off because for five, for four episodes, five, four episodes, I was like Christian. It was Christian, and I said, "Who's that?" <laughs> I feel like I feel <laughs> like <laughs> in Spain we also say Christian, like yeah. very similar, like Christian. Like, but I think it's cute. I like there's tons of things where they all say it slightly differently, and I think yeah. it's adorable. Um, like the way we sometimes say some of the Russian sounding names and stuff, it's all slightly yeah. off. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. But that's normal. It's very, yeah, of course. Different accents, different <laughs> and it's, languages. And it's very cute. I, I really love it. And then we have, talking about Christian, uh, we have him noticing... Looking hot. He does look really cute. Like that. <laughs> he does look very cute. Speaking of looking hot, I know the listeners can't see what's on the screen right now, but the light that's hitting Theo is so nice. Oh, it is. Do you think it's I'm hot? Really well. Thank I you. keep looking up, but I'm like, damn, they look she great. So yeah, we have Christian noticing, and then we have yeah. our dear little Lisa in the worst sh- glasses of all time. She is so she baby girl. Yeah. She is so cute. Like, the bookshop, and we get Cyrus mentioned. Her outfit is so... so- her outfit is so ugly, it's cute. But... I can't hear yeah, you guys. What are you saying? Wait, I have an important note. <laughs> no. Okay, one important note, guys. And um, Theo, I have to disagree. I really like how she's so casual. Like, her her outfit is yeah. the most casual we've seen so far. And because she's just she's... having the time. Like, like she's head, so precious. She's trying to disguise herself. Like, I gotta be undercover. Gotta wear casual. <laughs> you just... Gotta wear the, like, the randomest clothes I find so that no one recognizes she's, me. She's yeah. literally not doing anything, and I'm, like, completely endeared. I'm like, yes, you're so precious. No, but I really, I really genuinely do like how it's so different from the books, because she's investigating her own thing. Yeah. Like, she, hey, Rose is the one. She, she doesn't Rose want to is feel the one in the books where she's, yeah, in the book, she's like, going to the church attic she's looking at all these books she's uh, like talking about Saint vladimir and lissa and the show it's lissa's problem like it shouldn't be Rose's, yeah. like yeah, exactly Rose, yeah but it's mostly lissa's it's her yes. spirit it's her Rose power. helps brainstorm but lissa is the one that looks exactly yeah. so like they still have each other to lean on but they're not yeah. like I, yeah yeah which like I, it always it always struck me as weird in the books like what did they do in those two years like no, but actually, I was so like in the book. Like, I I was like Rose is telling her literally. Listen, you have spirit, and listen, you can do use comp- like she tells her all yeah. the things that she should do, and in yeah. the show, it's Lisa being like, oh, I have spirit. Yeah, I have she takes initiative. 
And yeah. I think that's Which so- I love, it's great. Yeah, I really love it. I really genuinely like, really like how Alyssa is in the show. And then especially too, because you have her and Rose investigating like Shadow Kiss, because that's those two, like that's that's like their problem instead of just yeah. Alyssa's and just Rose's. So I like how they tackle on different things. Like I genuinely enjoy it. And also yeah. Rose isn't like, constantly like trying to do benchmarks and investigate and also flirt with dimitri yeah. but like, rose also... had so much going on yeah like that, so no wonder she much, was yeah. struggling Lisa was just, like, <laughs> no wonder know, she was making out with Lisa was like just making out with christian yeah, yeah. like every yeah. she was doing more than making out with him yeah um, yeah i also That's... like I, I also feel like the changes were necessary and like to give like Lisa something to do because yeah. if not, it would have been boring. Like if Lisa was doing what she was doing in the books, it would have been boring. Yeah, like yeah. I I do like the books for like Lisa's like I feel like Lisa like in her darkness in the books is really interesting. But I like the agency that she has in the show. Yeah. So like yeah, I really like also how they portray portray like different. Because right now we only have Sonia and um Lisa, but I really like how they portray the different like darkness. And like, oh, and Rose too, because Rose has the darkness in her too. But like, I really like how you don't see, like you see Lissa like having, you know, mental health issues, but then that translates to Rose having the darkness. Like, and when she uses her spirit, Rose gets this. You don't see Lissa struggling with it because Rose struggles. Yeah. do in the long run though. Yeah. And then, but then you have Sonia who struggles with it and she's just, oh. you know, kind of, you know, well, not chilling. She's struggling, but like, she's like, oh yeah, I'm used to it. I got some darkness. She's like, me. I'm a weirdo. She's I don't want to fit in. In this scene, without this stupid darkness. In this scene, Lisa is such a typical millennial baby with a bucket hat and glasses. Like it's so typical. <laughs> and so I love that we get a Clarice mention, which obviously we didn't know was Clarice at that point. Um, but uh, I like that it's it's been brought again. Um, in Ep Seven, I had completely forgotten about yeah. it by Ep Seven, so it was nice to. Have it tie in, and and next up is the council voting. Yes, it is. Love <laughs> that. Listen again. I said this earlier. Tatiana just has backup plans upon backup plans because she gets her is... seat in this. Oh, and she does she get her seat. Amazing in her suit. Also. Her hair is so long. Her braids. I couldn't help but notice. I was like, "Are you sitting on your braids?" Because when she stands up, it's at her butt, and then she sits down. I'm like, "Where are you sitting on your?" <laughs> he has a beautiful blue power suit on and she looks amazing in it um, i'm just stuck over her braid i was like why where she, do you put she also has the craziest eye movements her eyes are so like they do so much her facial acting is so good yeah that's yeah. what i mean yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, they just they just say so much and it's like that in this they get rid of the non-royal moral protection like like, they're like, it's fine. And, and because yeah, like, it's fine, fine for my husband not to have one. Like, you know, it's, it's just... I love, how I, never, I love how I never picked up on that. And I've seen this episode multiple yeah. times. It's and I've been what? taking notes and I still missed it. It is better than the edge low. And, like, Victor is the least... Like, he's the lesser of the two evils. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, we are being so casual about these people suddenly not having any protection. They don't know how to protect themselves. Like, they, 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 they are just in constant danger and suddenly they have no one. Like, do you know what I, I do genuinely like okay Victor and I's relationship it's not <laughs> it's not real but it's very fraught with tension because it's real to day, me it's real to me because every day I try to okay I hated him then I rooted for him because he's the only one making sense yeah and this episode I sat there and I was like that was your best plan <laughs> <laughs> I was like 
I was like, you didn't come you up with anything better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you couldn't have just, I don't know. I don't know what the other plan would have been, but you could have done better. I know you could have. Because yeah. I'm still also, waiting for someone to come I was up rooting for you. Ma- we were all rooting like, for you. Yeah. Why is no one bringing that up? Can about the magic? Speaking you have the magic? What magic? You- like no one has brought up in the council that like Moro using magic to fight the Trigori. Ah yes. Well, to be fair, I'm waiting. To be fair, that could be a season two plot with Tasha. I need her. Also, I think with Christian being on the console in season two. Yes. I well, think... Wait, no, wouldn't Tasha get it before him? No, he no, said it's not how it works in the show. Because yeah. Tasha is exiled, so at the end of it, of season one, he gets to be uh, the one who has the seat. He's I the hope queen. we get. I hope we get Tasha in season two. I hope Me so too. too. She's so hot. Like, I want Tasha to come back and, like, help, <laughs> yeah. help Christian navigate being in the console. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just, but I need that little he... dynamic. Wait. Yeah. But she'll be a bit of a Victor be... person in the sense she's going to manipulate him for only... Ah, me. I love yeah. it. I love yes. a girl boss. Wait, do we think, since part of, um like, Tasha's storyline in the books has been given to Tatiana, do we think yes. she's still going to be... I think so. Like... I yeah. think what might I think change that would be funny. Will be her relationship to Dimitri. That mm-hmm. might change, yeah. Um, no, I think it, they should keep it. It'd be funny. No, they'll keep the the jealousy. I just don't know if they'll like do a thing where they had something before and it was a bit deeper than uh. What or maybe they did. can just be like like besties still. I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is then. Yeah. No, what are you I What are you thinking? Thing. Okay. I was thinking. I was thinking and we, I was like, I don't we'll want we'll have a separate episode about what we want in yeah. season two. Yeah, but yes, I don't we think still she have to will, do that. She will kill the queen or anything, but I do think she will no. manipulate Christian. Can you can you imagine like Tatiana just killed the queen and then Tatiana is the queen and Tatiana <laughs> killed Tatiana 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 Christian killed. needs help because in the following scene he just unloads everything. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you missed the dramatic zoom in on the unicorn. That's very oh, important. Yeah. <laughs> dramatic. Why is he looking at it? Why is what symbolism is symbolism <laughs> why is he staring like that it's symbolism haven't you guys ever heard of like films? symbolism yes. symbolism it's symbolism because it represents like lissa which represents connection to humans and it so it's dragozera well okay it represents lissa and dragozera but it also like that like that just references his need for connection as a whole so he it's like it's te- human connection and it's <laughs> It's technically important, even if it's silly as hell. So, anyways, we love unicorns. But yeah, he does. He we talked about this so many times. But I need Christian. If you're hearing this, I need Christian. Writers, <laughs> Andre, whoever's hearing this right now, I'm gonna need you to make him make make him make uh, make Christian have friends in an organic way. I don't want to hear about his parents. Cool. Every single episode. Bryn is like, yeah. I don't care about your <laughs> drama. Fair, I feel like with Mia, it works. Yeah. yeah. I need Mia, Christian, Mason, Christian, more Rose, Christian. All of them. Yes. I need, I also, I also need some Mayor and Christian so he can be friends with the lesbians. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He can. I need him also... hanging out with the lesbians. Exactly. And... Lesbians and Christian is a very important relationship. It is, yeah. and it would be so good. And like, I could so see him manipulate, like, try to get the girls to fix their conflicts, and just like going yeah. back and forth to try. Meddling friends. Yeah. Mer- Wait, uh, he training with Mia. Did you have a fight with Meredith? Okay, let me go talk to Mer. Right. <laughs> no, oh my god. Oh my god. He's he's training, so yeah, this place he's at training this time. Mia, and then Mary's training him. That's so cute. 
Yeah, yeah. They're useless lesbians and they need somebody to help them communicate. And he's a useless boy. So it works. And and he'll be like, oh, um, yeah, go to this place. And then he sends the other one and then he doesn't show up. And he's like, he's power trapping them left and right. (laughs) (laughs) But also, in this scene, Diane is being a very couch therapist. And like, Christian, I felt for you, Theo, because Diane is such a you when she's like, you're such a, you're like, you're a cash. Okay, stuff. okay. So I'm like, I wrote this down. What, what am I, where is this? Okay. First of all, I was like, Diane, don't call him a total catch. Like, you're right, but also stop manipulating him. <laughs> um, First of all, when he talks about, like, this is a princess and I'm an outcast, like, they really, she's are, like, they really are in a different genre. Obvious? Like, yes, it is that obvious. I'm going through all my notes right now. I was like, this boy is so easily no, manipulated. Can I, can I talk about Diane? Because why is she like, if, okay. If they knew if you my, like I knew you. If I had a brain, okay, I'm like Christian. And my parents were a strogoi. And they're gone for years. They've been gone. And a lady who's a feeder is like, yeah, I knew your parents were good people. I would have been like, how do you know? I'd be like, that sucks. Why do you know that they're good okay, people? Okay, Grin, in his defense, mm-hmm. he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he took it as like not hard knowing him personally but like you can have become a bad thing and have been a good yeah. person or a good no, parent but like I would have been suspicious because everybody else in this whole city Dominion is telling him that his parents are evil like they're not every single one there's no one person saying oh your parents are good they're all saying they're either dead or they're evil so for a person who's a feeder is like yeah your parents were good people I would have been like but why do you it's just sad because it's like it's like he lashes onto that one person that's like validating yeah. his own feelings and stuff like that. Well, he's kind of sad because he's always like, my parents, my parents, you know, they might be struggling, but they have feelings, right? And everybody's like, shut up. <laughs> because like, I think that both truths can cohabit that they were good people who made a terrible decision and that yeah. they made you terrible people. And so like, there's nuance in there and yeah, the does not allow any. It's it's like, it's mostly like everyone's being so black and white about the situation where like Christian's like, yeah, they, they did a bad thing, but they still are like, I remember them as like loving people and stuff like that. And so that's why, yeah. Like there is some gray in there and maybe he thinks that because Diane is a human, who is exposed to more nuance than the Dominion. Maybe that's why she's acting. Yeah, but she's also like an outcast in her way because she is yeah. just a feeder. So Yeah, I her just think, I, so I, mostly, I mostly think he doesn't, he's not really thinking about it and he's just latching onto someone who's validating yeah. what he's already No, I think, that's ex- I think that's what exactly yeah. what it is. He's, he's just like, oh, you agree with me. I love you. Let me like nibble <laughs> off of you. <laughs> the poor boy he's has a- so many feelings and then he goes to see Jesse, like he's such a sweet baby. He's like, Jesse... Listen, I know it sucks, but I can teach you how to fight your dad with fire. I can roast your dad for you if you want. What is Jesse's power? Is it fire? It is fire. Uh, it is? is it? Oh, that's yeah. why he's like, I know how to use fire if you want, it, want some tips. I think it is fire. I mean, in the in the books, I think it is fire. No, they, because because me, me is water. I know that. And Christian is fire. So Jesse's fire? I what think it's there. Because what I think, you know, you know, when there's the mania... Uh, everybody has welts on them and I oh, think yeah, yeah, yeah. And the using his fire. fire thing on people oh, yeah, no he has books in the fire because Christian burns him like, he has alive, books in the like, fire and then no he like burns <laughs> him like he has fire around him and people are like it burns like only two people Jesse Jesse's friend and Christian and Christian obviously is the one that's burning Jesse yeah. which I thought was so funny I was like do you know how to like Jesse and Christian can bond over fire powers I'm gonna write the yeah. pick and having terrible dads and killing their dads and having and having badass girlfriends I I wrote down wait wow we stopped it 
I wrote down, I was like, do I want to see Jesse and Christian bond over their parents? And then I was like, I bet yeah. Jesse would love to bond with Christian's parents. But um <laughs> No, but like they both killed their dads and they both <laughs> they both <laughs> killed their dads. Yeah, they have so many parents. Season two, they're like, Oh, you killed your dad? I did too. <laughs> no, that's what happened. In season two, it's gonna be like Christian on the seat and, and Jesse on the seat and Jesse and Christian's like, Jesse. How did you get up there? And he's like, I killed my dad. How did you get here? And he goes, well, I'm Mary Alyssa, but also I killed my dad. That's crazy. <laughs> they walk eyes and they're like, hi. Hello, hello. <laughs> that killing club. But yeah. also in this scene, they mentioned Jesse's cow, which at this point needs its own cast chair. Because I love it. Yeah. It's he's so the like, only one who can drive and that's so funny. Someone oh, asking please. Jesse for his car counter, number one. Number one. I was so happy to see Silva again. I hadn't been sure yeah. how much we'd get of her. And when she showed up again, I was like, hi, baby. I Can I tell you, I forgot that Silver was in this episode. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was sitting there for five minutes being like, I cannot believe Silver and Christian know each other now. Like, that changed my whole and life she's view. she's so cute yeah. to him. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. Yeah, she's so nice. Since, since we moved on, I, ju- I also had to say that the combo between Jesse and Christian really proved, like, 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 Dane, not Dane. Jesse talked about how his, how his father was crappy, but he would still choose it like any other day over like Christian's parents. And then Christian is like so probably so fed up with like <laughs> he, he cannot stop bringing it up. He's always like, your parents are Strugoy. Do you remember that? Did you forget that? Because I didn't. Right? He's like, hey, Strugoy, child. <laughs> I see you. Strugoy spawn. Strugoy child. Strugoy baby. <laughs> baby um, Strugoy. And then, so yeah, we have Silver, and then we have the party where there's this whole Rose and Mason very shady interaction. Yes. And Mason is like, yeah, you were lucky regarding who you were fighting. Yeah. I have an important note. Um, mm-hmm. I love is Rose's top. Yes. Yep. She looks yep. so yep. hot in this scene. I don't know what it is. Is <laughs> it like her she makeup does. or something? It's everything. Something about her face. Listen. I also have sure it's very strong. Uh, I have an important note too, and she did look great. That was my important note too. Like me, me and you were like, well, I was like, that, like that. that I don't know what so it cute. is, but she looked like like extra pretty yeah, in the scene. Like, I don't know why. Did. I don't know. Her, her hair, hair looks great. Her makeup her looks, looks great. great. Her boobs She's look great. beautiful. Everything looks great. Rose supremacy. <laughs> but also the slow motion kind of walked through like the atmosphere and like the music is mm-hmm. pumping, and she's staring at everybody. <sighs> wow, Mason. Kind of ruined that for me. That was a whole moment. Mm-hmm. And then Mason, she walked up to Mason, and I was and like, she looks oh, not- so happy. She's having so much fun, and he just yeah. raised her blood parade. And okay. then he just comes like, oh, you got lucky because you were fighting Dimitri. He went easy on you, and you're like, what? And that's why am, Mason is Rose, con- controlled by his emotions. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. And it's like, He's you, so I feel bad for him, but also stop yelling at her. Yeah. So it's like and he yeah. panics about Christian. And I'm like, you're such a dummy. And oh. also, who's this snow bunny? Okay. 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 Snow- Why was he not suspicious about that tag when they first got it? He's like, oh yeah, and he's even- probably seeing some girl. Like, even okay. if he thinks she's dating a girl, like, don't let him go out alone out outside of the, of the ward. Yeah. The he, he was like, yeah, it's outside of the ward. Oh shit, it's outside of the wards. Like, yeah. <laughs> But also, like, how much trouble would he have actually gotten into if he had gone to a guardian and told them okay. this is what happened? Like, technically, the benchmarks were done for the day, so he wasn't supposed to be with Christian. So, yeah. what, like, how much trouble would he have gotten into going to Dimitri and he be like... Have. You should have just said, I have my charge left. He, he but he's, he's so worried. He's, like, so worried okay. about making it number one, so he probably doesn't want to admit that he didn't notice that, like, earlier. 
Okay, but like how that. how arrogant do you have to be to believe that you could do a better job than like the actual he's like graduate? He's not being graduate. arrogant. He's he just is. He's being full he's, of himself. I don't think he's being full of himself. I don't think he's being full of himself. No, because he I think I no, I think he is because Rose realizes when she goes to get Dimitri, like he needs more than me. Like he needs like I yeah. think Mason's just scared about like Yeah, his but like position. in what world does he think that maybe f- having to face both of Christian's parents on his own. He's not is a thinking. Good idea. He's not thinking I, about it. He's think, just worried about his position. Of, like, he thinks so he's being stupid. He's cynical he and jealous of Dimitri, and he doesn't yeah. want to have to admit to Dimitri that yeah. he made a mistake. I think he doesn't want to admit his mistake, and it could be part of the jealousy. But it's also <laughs> like he really, he really wants to. He really <laughs> wants to win because he wants to see his dad, and that's where all yes, this is like, coming from. Like I really love Mason, but it would like it would have been better for him if he had just told someone. Oh, he messed up, but I think it's coming from like an understandable place so anyway please please help me on this i'm fighting for my life (laughs) okay i have thoughts about mason here's what i think was going through his little brain so i'm gonna break this down guys because i love to break this break things down Uh so one i think for him Okay, we have a really good point. It's like after, after the benchmarks. So assuming that he was going out with the girl, like he was probably like, oh, he's fine. He's going out with the girl because Jesse does that all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that a lot of Maroi, like people like Royal Maroi's just go out and do things at, the, you know what I mean? Like after school is over or whatever. And so to him, he's like, that's just his routine. Like I, I questioned him. He said he didn't really say anything, but also Christian is kind of new and weird and whatever. <laughs> so I get why he didn't question it at first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have at the party and he realizes, oh, Rose is like, oh no, it's Strogoi, whatever she says, like something about Strogoi. And he realizes, oh, it's not about a girl. Like it's about something else. It's about yeah, because he didn't know his parents were alive until Rose told Yeah, him. he doesn't know yeah. that his parents are alive. To him, yeah. it's like a typical, like Jesse, like typical, typical Maroi Yeah, because he doesn't know Christian. Yeah. So Christian dips and then he's like, oh, I got to go get Christian. And I think what goes through his mind is he's already has a head start. Christian's already gone. So if I pause and go find a guardian and then they have to all like get people to like, you know, go get him, he could be dead by then. So if I run ahead and go get Christian, maybe like I could at least pull him away or find him. And he's, being, I, he's being naive. He yeah. But yeah, they, they both would have been dead if Rose hadn't gotten Dimitri. Well, yes. yes but that's, that's also Mason's problem. Like, yeah. And he's like, he doesn't tend to like, he's trying to do this as fast as possible, trying to get Christian but- as fast as possible. So it's not about like oh I could defeat them. It's and he's like, panicking can... too. Yeah, he's but panicking. Like... So I think he's like I think he's much more than just naive. Yeah, but I but... I think that genuinely he's like if I stop and go get a guardian, how long is that gonna take? How long is it gonna take for them to do it? Exactly. Go ahead, ask Rose to do it, tell, and tell then Rose. he'll yes. come and exactly. help. But I think he's also I think he's also scared because it's like he could have stopped this like earlier in the day when the earlier, benchmarks yeah, were going so on. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the so, day, if it's you taking a scolding and missing yeah. out on seeing your dad once, or your friend getting think, and you I don't think he's thinking about the scolding. I really don't think it's, I think it's genuinely like, oh, Christian's in danger. I gotta go. Get I don't think yeah. so. No, he's the way thinking he about says, the scolding. I'll get in trouble and stuff. Yeah. It's all about oh, yeah, he'll get he's, in trouble if Christian dies. Like, no, he's like, he's my charge. Like, if yeah, the time that I mess up like, like this. Yeah. He's yeah. taking like, it very he seriously. He doesn't want to be yeah. seen as a bad guardian. Yeah. So I don't also, think... he just doesn't want to lose his spot. And he and, doesn't want to lose out on his he dad. he also, he didn't have the same... Le- okay, Rose in the episode one would have done the same thing. I am just saying... I am just saying, I'm, I'm not okay, to be yes, And Mason doesn't hasn't had that growth. This is his growing moment that Rose got it. This is his growing moment. So but yeah. I like, have, I would have understood if he had, if he was like, okay, Rose, go get back up. I'm just gonna go to get a well, head start. Well, he he's, he's not thinking. 
But we did yeah, talk about he tells her not to, and then he blames yeah, her. For yes, it. exactly. Guys, like the problem is like he doesn't. He hasn't grown one like, single bit. Because, because he he has guys, a lot of feelings. Guys, based we on the talked about this movie like an hour ago. Because literally, I brought up the fact that Mason is not a tactical. He's not a strategy. Exactly. Yeah, he hasn't it. had the same experience but as Rose. That's an excuse, but still makes him. Bad oh, okay, okay. Mason messed up, but it's understandable, and I'm not going to hold it against him. Like he yeah. did mess up. Me and Theo are on his side, and the rest of you are not on his side. And you guys are Mason aunties. It's not about his him. side. It's about being realistic. I would not condone it if it were Rose either or anybody exactly. else. She would never make such a mistake. But yeah. even if she did, like I would not condone it. I just think that it's clear throughout this episode that it's all about him, but he's yeah. self-centered regarding this decision. I don't but not as a negative from way. It and just uses it as <laughs> a blank to Rose. And that most of it is because he's an insecure boy who wants to prove that he can be better and doesn't want to go to Dimitri or to re- or to accept that he made but a mistake. I and don't instead think it's just about- let me finish. And instead <laughs> just decides <laughs> but, <Come> boy. <laughs> but he's gonna tell off Rose and blame her for all his problems. Now you can yeah. go. <laughs> well, um, we can get to when we get to Rose and Mason's fight scene, but I don't. I think him wanting to be number one is not. I think it's not just about being the best, and I think that's what he. I think Mason will get to it. I think Mason thinks Rose wants to be number one just to be number one, and he thinks that he wants to be number one for like more yeah. moral good like reasons. Yeah. yeah, and that's like I think that's what his mindset is because Rose doesn't talk to him, and it's like. Well- and yeah, it's like, she doesn't. <laughs> we, we figured it out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> anyways. Be because I do agree. I think it could be both. He's been jealous this whole time. He's been yeah. looking at Rose. So I can agree that he's jealous. But I also genuinely, to my, like, I do think subconsciously, maybe Lena is right. Yeah. And he just is not, doesn't want to talk to Dimitri. He doesn't want to bring up Dimitri. Yeah, it's but, all subconscious. He's not doing it purposefully. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, subconsciously, he's probably. But I think he genuinely, <laughs> like, but you know what? You know who I'm blaming this on, first and foremost, Christian. Because why are you going outside yeah. the world? Boom. I yeah. went back and I hated on him. Like, like okay, I Okay, actually, I do have a I do have a whole rant about Christian being selfish, but I think it's just because he doesn't care. But anyways. Yeah. But like it's also like this is brought up with Dimitri when he's like, It's my job, it's all duty to protect you. You cannot then put us in danger purposefully. Uh like you need to think how, how, <laughs> yeah. how it's gonna impact. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Also, I did say Mason, baby. I can't defend you, but I can see you're thinking about, like, your issues. So it's like, but I did defend him, so I guess I proved myself wrong. I defended him, too. I did. I I don't... Okay, other than, like... Other than, like, Dane and Marie and Jesse, Uh I do not hate any of these characters. So to me... I hate Jesse. I know, no, but I do. Well, I do too. I can bully him. He's fun I hate to hate. I think that's that's he, his purpose. That's his purpose is to be the fun. Like you just have to hate him. Like he's yeah. so funny. But um, so for me, when I'm defending Mason, I always think about like the positives instead of like being like he's insecure. Like Lena did. I'm oh, so sorry. That was so. That was her. I know. I like, he, he is insecure, but he's insecure because of trauma. Okay. But yeah. that's fine. But you need to deal with your own trauma and not for yeah. it. To I think. I think yeah. me and Bryn are calling him out. We're holding him accountable, but we are also defending him from the people that want to like. You know, hate on him. The haters. Well, because I don't want to hate on him. I love Mason. You're hating on him. I have a lot of fondness for him. You hate her. 
like Di- like Diane said it. to Christian, they're just haters. <laughs> because I do not understand. I think Drew did a great job <laughs> of being hater. such humanity it's actually to him. Someone. I do think Drew does such a great job of bringing such humanity to him. I just think that like in this episode, he particularly angers me because he brings up a lot of things that men anger me about. Like it's you know, a lot oh, of wait. I will wait. say, I will say, I am, I am biased as a little child of daddy issues. I'm like, I would do this. I would be the same as Mason. Like, I would definitely react yeah. like Mason did. But like, Lena, now that you point out it's a lot of men issues, maybe I'm not gonna tell him anymore. He a, you're right. He's a man, and he's stupid. I gotta, I take him back. <laughs> I take it back. I'm not this as like a gendered thing. I'm just like, but he no, has a lot of issues. So no, no, it's not a gendered thing. It's just that, like, I think the reason it annoys me is that it's it. because it's something that is a struggle in daily life. Yeah. Uh, regarding how cis men behave and your yeah. relationship when you are a woman with a cis man. And I just think that <laughs> that's why these aspects drive me more nuts than some of the others. And I'm like, it's just- like Mason doesn't have the tools to like unpack and like evaluate his like responses to things. And yeah, because that- he was kind of. Because I, I do understand. That's, him, that's that on him being immature, and it's okay. No, but he, yeah, like I do agree, but like I do understand where he's coming from. But the way he handles certain things, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I didn't like him yelling at Rose. Like I yeah, didn't like that. I, um, no, I think she needed some of it. She needed some of it, but not like he needed half of it. But he had yeah. good points. We'll get back to it. He had yeah. good points. The delivery wasn't ideal. exactly. Yeah, he was coming from a good place. But he was like he was just so oh, like wait, emotional. Is the party scene the same scene where he's talking about Dimitri and how lucky she had that she was yeah, writing him? It is. That's why that I'm saying like but the that, you know, was, that was a little petty though. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. petty. It's just and like it's I understand also why he's feeling that way, but yeah. it's petty and um but yeah, he just like he just pull things, yeah. just panics and I, I do feel bad for him. I do think though that in future episodes I still have my issues with Mason. I will forever have my issues with Mason. That is so I'm just, I am so head better. empty. I don't think critically. I'm just like, yeah. I do <laughs> think he gets better and I do think that he fingers crossed. He survives to season two. See, I'm not a hater. I want him to survive. Like, <laughs> if he survives the bare minimum. It's like I don't want I, him dead. <laughs> I think that he will have a lot of maturity and that he will grow a lot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I'm not like I'm not hating on him. It's just in this particular instant, it's really everything He's... I can't stand. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so it's just difficult. Sorry to interrupt. I was just thinking about Mason constantly catching Romitri. Like, why is he stalking them, actually? <laughs> because yeah, he well, loves them. Because yeah. they're friends. Stalking her. I was thinking about that. was like the beginning. He's watching them at the barracks. And then later, um, not the tra- at the training um ground. And then he's in the barracks. And then he's also watching them in the fight. Like, he has he has the worst the, time. He he's always the in the bar, wrong place too. at the wrong time. At the bar too. You just, I'm like, you need to like probably take a step back and like, realize why you're following them subconsciously. He's he's, he's subconsciously in love with Rose, and he just wants to like see what it's up. Uh, uh, I have a point, but it's at their fight scene, so I won't bring it up now. I don't want to waste all yeah. my points. Okay. But like we said, mm. he is not the only silly boy, and he is not the only one that is creating trouble. And so we have dumb, dumb, sweet, poor, emo, lost orphan, daddy issue, mommy issue, Christian, who is being dropped dumb. off at the at the mountains. And Silva is the one rational person that is like, 
not a good idea. She's like, why are we letting this cutie go be Strigoibate? But why is she like a mom? That was so funny. (laughs) Yeah. What is this? He's like, did you take a coat? You shouldn't be here. Oh my god, this just fuels my... Jesse is like Christian's new father now, and then Silver is is his new mom. Anyways. (laughs) Wait, but also, I think that's so interesting that both Rose and Mason's charge are out of the wards, and Mason's the only one that's panicking. (laughs) <laughs> like Rose, this is gone. Like I don't even know. But I thought that was so funny. I was like, Rose and Mason's charge are just hanging out at the wards, just doing some shady stuff. <laughs> just being shady. Up. And, and being Rose shady. wants to see Christian for once, and she can't find him. And yeah. also, like I am a fuck the rule sort of person sometimes, but this is really a bad take. And like yeah. you know that it's a bad take when Silver, who fucks all the rules, is like. Yeah. Maybe and not. also, I was gonna say, like, he really has like a lot of faith in his parents to like yeah. be like uh, let them like drive away. He's just yeah. like, yeah, they won't hurt me. Like, boy, stop fooling yourself. They're so good, but they're my parents. Wait, but sh- they send him a jaw, and he's like, they're just friendly little parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like, like, oh, me a mouth. Like my cat. <laughs> he's like, it's just like my cat. Like, they just give me dead animals. What am I supposed to? Okay, we're well, an animal and it's a human jaw. I'm supposed to show their love. Yeah. Like, seriously. <sighs> Anyways. But then we have a scene where Rose is like, growth and is going to tell Dimitri. I find the whole exchange a bit stiff and weird. I, I'm not sure if it's just me. The acting is fine. It's just like the, the exchange is just a bit weird. But it's such a moment uh, for both of them. And I love how Dimitri once again randomly grabs her. There's no reason to. He, he just. There is he, a reason. He just does. Like, There's the reason is her. <laughs> the reason is he's touch <laughs> No, wait. I was thinking about that. You were just talking about how it's a bit stiff. And I don't like the line that was just like, he needs me or whatever. Me I don't like it. I don't like it. I understand. It, but they could have worded it better that's what i'm saying because i was confused i was like who needs you christian but also, also i love how she's like it's mason it's like who cares about christian she's like <laughs> she's like, like mason needs help they could have <laughs> what did she say after that? like what was the actual line something but like it was just not it's something like uh, I, I I know I said that the rules uh your rules yeah, yeah. but uh, it, it's just it's just weird. Like the phrasing yeah. is weird. I think that but, I think they were going through like showing her panic through the dialogue, but then like it kind the of fell a little bit flat. But wait, what part of it was her Australian accent really strong? Was it Mason running off her so you can hear like her Australian accent like really strong? And I was like, Yeah, that's so funny. But anyway, back to the Dimitri thing. I oh, think yes. it does it does show a lot of her growth because he's an episode one we talked about. She would have been after Mason. She's like, Mason, wait, yeah. hold on. Let's it's been like a week. Like, it hasn't been very long. And she's grown a lot, okay? She's been through it. Yeah. Dimitri's been training her. That's a lot, okay? One thing show grows has on book grows is she grows a lot faster. <laughs> she's <laughs> 20. She's learning. I mean, she's also older, so like, she's more Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. she almost got in trouble, like, last episode. And Janine was just there last episode. She's probably, like, still thinking about that. She's like, Janine would punch me right now. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't feel abuse. I'm so sorry. That was... Janine and Dimitri it? got to her fit to her head. Dimitri yeah. got to more than just her head. Good enough and gone. Got to her. Good enough and gone. She's like Dimitri was right. Good enough and gone. She's like, oh, I, I like that line. Taking notes. Also, I just think she's like, what would Dimitri do right now? Yeah, I gotta go see him. Let me go see him. Let me see what he wants. You know, I go see him too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, you know. Anytime it's like he panics, just like 
Yeah. yeah. I would have gone to real, real honestly. I would have gone to Mikhail because he seems nicer. And I feel like Mikhail might have tried to find the way but wouldn't create trouble for Mason. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Mikhail was the You know? I think but was, was she was she going to find Dimitri or was she going to find help and running to Dimitri? She was going to find Alberta. She was going to find yeah, Alberta. Alberta. But Dimitri was just there because he's a stalker. And then he was like, let's go. <laughs> Everyone, all the men in these shows are stalkers. Because he stopped and he was like, hold up, what's wrong? Who cares? Like, no, we don't care about us. Who's he? I was like, why does that matter? Who's he? The way he was like, who's the guy? You know? But yeah, moving on in a very different vibe. Ro- no, not Rose. Silver and Christian uh, having sex. Yes, he almost <laughs> took him. Silver so many- and Christian <laughs> having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, what uncut version of this episode are you watching? I would like to see it. Anyway. Where's that new episode? I meant, so I meant Jesse and Silva having sex and the choking very so much to unpack here. There's so much, it says so much about Jesse's power complex and how it's linked to his fighting because it's also the neck. And he's not choking her with consent. She's like, she's almost king and that's okay. We don't keep shame here. After Lissa's like fangs, is that the next fangs we see of a Maroi? Is it Jesse's? Yeah. I don't want to see his fangs. Yeah, it wasn't as fun as Lissa's. I mean he was he was basically making silver black out, so you know it's not it's not great. I just yeah, yeah. I, I read a lot of fake. That's nothing new for me. Yeah, but I was also but I think it was weird because I'm like, what do you what does this mean? Because I'm not trying to analyze this particular scene, I'm not trying to analyze because I don't want to think about these mindsets. <laughs> it's all I think. I have like all analysis on my notes. That is yeah, I know. so funny. But I don't want to think about it. So I said, okay, this is uncomfortable. Next. <laughs> I yeah. was just like, okay, no, okay. It's so funny because I watched that scene the first time. I'm like, oh, so he's just kinky. And then everyone on Twitter is like, okay, so what's the deeper meaning for this? Yeah. <laughs> but like, the problem is, I'm not sure how consensual the choking is. Like, I think it's a thing they do. And, but like, he takes it too far this time. But like, it's just like his relationship with love and physicality. And it's just all linked to power and strength. And it's so heightened by the fact that he had all of this discussion with his dad right before. But, like, he just wants to be powerful over someone, anyone. Yeah, and it exactly. happens to be Silver. And he doesn't know how to love right. And he doesn't know, even, like, sexually, how to express himself right and express desire. Because all he's ever known is anger and pain. Like, it's just... Okay, okay, so here, actually, I just thought something wow. funny. You getting upset over Mason and, like, his stuff, getting, like, triggered by that, that's me with Jesse. I'm like, I'm so over the storyline. I do not care about these men and their, like, anger issues because of their abusive dads. <laughs> I'm just, just like, I don't it. care. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, this episode, we're going through journeys with these, with these men. We're just going ups and downs. <laughs> I'm never up and down with Christian. That's my man. But, I mean, it's kind of crazy because this is a world built on daddy issues. I can't think of one single character who doesn't have a slight and daddy issue less about Jesse's. <laughs> he has the worst ones by far yeah but Meredith doesn't have daddy issues because you don't see her dad who is well, her dad she has, she has daddy, a daddy issues issue she has parent issues <laughs> yeah what is that just parent issues <laughs> I'll keep naming people well I have daddy issues because Mikhail's chill okay well, Mikhail's dead okay yeah 
I'm not yet. Not yet. (laughs) I feel all Zempios probably have a slight level of daddy issues. I mean, mostly daddy because usually it's Moroi men and like and men. Wait, Mikhail? No, he doesn't because his dad is really actually living with the. Yeah, well, Mikhail doesn't. Mikhail doesn't because he has a nice dad. So what about his mother? I think I feel like one of the like Lisa lost her parents. I don't think she doesn't really have mommy and daddy issues because they were great. They're just dead. They're just dead. He's dead. about to get dead. some. She has some in the books, doesn't she? Because of the whole. She does in the books, yeah. Because her right. dad was. You know what? We're not gonna get into it. In book, yeah, like, but she's she's about to get some daddy issues. And regarding Mikael, his mom died, so I don't think there was like that's some issues. That not is daddy issues. issues though. His dad is. I'm not thriving. But. Everyone has parental issues. But there's a lot going on, and it's funny to me. Like we're having sex in the car, not very far from wherever Christian has been dropped off. Like, like just... they don't care. I bet they're waiting for him to walk in on them. <laughs> Stop. Jesse, oh, sorry. Jesse is wishing whoever Christian went to. Oh my god! What attracts to Gore? He's like, he's like. I bet Christian is going to see his grandparents. I hope they come in and see what they're missing out on. Wait. Do you okay? So you're if you're saying that he's parked near where they drop off Christian, and, <laughs> and Mason is getting in trouble because he's <laughs> Christian, I would have been like, why is Jesse here, and why didn't Rose not tell me that he's here? I would have been like, what's up with that? I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining uh, Dimitri Alberta just like driving past Jesse. And this, like this brings again the matter. Like they were the ma- friends like, were done for the day. Like they're not supposed to be in charge of them anymore. But they're not supposed to be out of the wards anyway. Yeah, but, like, Jesse's Jesse's, but Jesse's yeah. always out of the wards. Because who, who cares about That's Jesse? True. Jesse is. But I think Mason's getting in trouble not because he's out of the Christian out of the ward, but because he ran out after him. It's because yeah. of how he handled it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. how he handled it. That's just the, the problem. Is that the he fact that he didn't lose the line of communication exactly. and authority. In his yeah. defense, he's baby, but it's okay. Whatever, we'll move on. Okay, we're back after a little break. Three-day break, but a little break. Uh, we stopped at Silver and Jesse uh, knocking boots in the car. Uh, <laughs> and now we are back with Christian and his parents. Uh, well, his mom, really. Why do we have to start with Christian? I need to warm up before I get to him. Well, <laughs> you can warm his mom if you want. And how it's crazy that she's so controlled and calm and like what the fuck? But she's a little that? bitch. Yeah, she is. Bitch. She is a little bitch. But also like how is it? It hasn't been clarified why she's calmer and more in control. It's not like about how she turned or about how old she is or anything. I've been saying it's a plot hole. I think yeah. the whole thing was okay. People are gonna know we took a break because my voice is so different. <laughs> hey guys, this is my morning voice. I just woke up ten minutes ago. Um, Same. I think. The Strogoi and how they are is like the biggest freaking plot hole to me. Did I just censor myself? That's how you know I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> the Strogoi are the biggest fucking plot line in this entire fucking show. Because first of all, we have the ugly Strogoi and mm-hmm. then we have the sexy Strogoi. Mm-hmm. And the two genders. Ha- I know. I've been saying, and we can get more into this in episode five, but it doesn't make sense to me that there are some Strogoi that can control themselves. While Mikhail turned and attacked his best friend, but um, I saw some I understand. people. Are li- okay, sorry. Continue. Sorry, <laughs> I understand that they have to make controlled Strigoi possible because they have mm-hmm. to 
um, leave it open for Dimitri to be obsessed with Rose and want to be with her and not kill her at first. So, like, I understand that they have to make these plot holes so that we can have sexy Dimitri, who is also controlled. But when you're watching the rest of the show and you're seeing the rest of the story, you're like, bruh, are we... It actually, okay, wait, you know what would be really funny? If, like, the, like um, the Strigoi just pre- progressively gets sexier, like, <laughs> and so, like, by the time it gets to Dimitri, he just has red eyes and that's it. Like, on just that Yeah. Like, that'd be it's really also, funny. Like, Julie said she wanted to keep the ugly look and that she stood by it, but she's not standing by it. Like, no. it's slowly, slowly she Okay, she's standing by it with quotation marks because Julie she's keeping some aspects, but, like... <laughs> she's trying to be subtle she's trying to be subtle with like easing it out like if you compare the first to go that we see in the show even just with mikhail and sonia like the difference like you can already see a difference of like toning down the ugly yeah so by the time we get to strigitri it's just gonna maybe be maybe all here. the background like maybe all the back- pretty princess maybe all the background strigoi will be ugly but like all like the people yeah. we like will be sexy are you, are you, are you, are you okay calling? what about like Sonia, Sonia, a background strigoi. Yeah. You you think she's ugly? I'm sorry. She's <laughs> sexy. Like, I wouldn't see her and be like, oh my god, kiss me. I mean, <laughs> we I all have our good. things. My problem <laughs> with strigoi, Sonia, it's not so much her face. But, like, if Your, her, her, it's her hands. Strigoi, We've had this combo. It's her hands, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if anybody's going to make strigoi anything look good, it's going to be Janetta. Uh, maybe she'll grow some eyebrows just, back. Uh, Disney princess come down upon the south but That's like true. it's um it's a fake so yeah so we have to get back on track oh we yeah have Christian's mom, who's a bitch uh and also we have poor poor question that is like in full-on denial uh, i feel bad for him like at the same time i want to shake him yeah but in a different way i want to shake mason like i'm like please please come to realization about what this is happening but i get that like he's just desperate to have his yeah. family back and to have his parents and to fit in and desperate to like have the truth that maybe his parents didn't leave him but just left the sickness and they and they still want to have him in their lives and this whole time they never plan on abandoning him uh be real you know so i do feel for him a lot about that his mom is i just sent a message in this in the chat that said i just want to i just want to know why christian's parents are the only strigoid that won't shut the fuck up when their breasts are non-verbal yeah we haven't seen any others that talk to have we no one else speaks okay so they have nothing to say while christian's parents like have the immense urge to bully their son and they're like well i know we like made like a pact with the rest to like be silent forever but like some things must be said yeah i'm sorry but i think it it would have had some impact if sonia talked to victor before she oh, did her she? Jaw yeah no no she nods like, yeah, yeah. I had seen sonia's turning i know it's been shot um, but I wish we'd seen it to see if it was like Mikael and like she was just this super violent scary bubble of yeah. anger because she's much more controlled even just a few days after turning. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say when we're 10. talking about the Strigois. Some people are like, well, maybe it just like like when you uh, it just depends on how long you've been turned and like you regain that like as time Doesn't goes possible, on. Yeah. I yeah. saw this. I saw this theory that um, when you turn Strigoi, like heightens whatever you were like in your previous form mm-hmm. so maybe mikhail was super like combative because in his previous form you know he's like this trained warrior so that could be why he's all blah. but that wouldn't explain <laughs> dimitri 
like part of me wants to say that maybe the reason why of the difference is so Christian's parents turns to go voluntarily. Yeah, that's what I would think too. And Mikhail didn't, but like then that wouldn't make sense in terms of Andre or Dimitri because they're, they're like they cannot choose to turn. Well, Andre can, but Andre was forced, and Dimitri will be. So like that wouldn't really explain the difference of like being able to talk or stuff like that. And even if that was the case, Sonia should be able to talk because she turned not necessarily willingly, but she, like she wasn't forced to. Maybe she just doesn't have anything to say, guys. Did you ever think about that? I think we're thinking about this way more than Julie did. What? I think we're we're giving this so much more consideration than Julie and Marguerite ever did. Probably. They built a Theo with this. They were like, head I was asking, in F10, she doesn't answer Victor, right? She just attacks it. No. Mm. She just, like, nods. Well, that's, you know what? It's because she's probably mad at her dad. And she's like, okay, sir, you get what's coming to you. I'm not going to even explain myself. Well, he's but like, she does you know have more control nature because like, right? she doesn't attack Mia when Mia reaches out to her or anything. Mm-hmm. So there's still something there, but still something weird. But yeah, Scary. we have Paul Christian, who's I'm sure Theo will say a baby. Uh, and no, I then like we have Dimitri and Alberta, which is a time to talk about how much I love Alberta and how much of a kicker she is. Uh, showing Wait. up to save the day. What? Oh no! Okay, they show up. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> say, I had some stuff. No, wait. Okay, no, this is this is when May it was him and Mason before Dimitri and Alberta showed up. Oh, um, yeah, Mason. Oh, yeah, Mason shows up too. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's there. I forgot he's your anti you. your Mason anti is coming out today. We know yeah. how I feel about him being there. We're not gonna ever go for it. Um, he bought Christian some time. Yeah, but, but, but I'll move on quickly because we know Mason. We already talked about Mason already, like <laughs> so much. But like he is there to be like. Was he there to like? I already, I already forgot. So I really know this scene vividly. Okay, so he's there to be like, "Hey, we have to go. This is not your yeah. parents." Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think is so funny because I'm like, that is his parents, but like also, like his parents. I don't know. Like it's just all like, cotton crazy. And then, but I really like how he was like, "We have to go now." And I'm like, by the time you, like the second you turn around, they're there waiting for you. Like I don't know what you mean. You're not gonna get in trouble, but. He yeah. has a funny he has a funny line where he's like, I'm sure your mom will feel differently about snacking on me or something. Like he says he says yeah. something like that and then they appear. And uh I was really at first I was really confused why they were capturing the Trigoy. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty <laughs> and uh, this will lead to tragedy. Um, I thought they were gonna kidnap the Trigoy so that Mikhail can dissect his things. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wait, is it yeah, the, is that you? The... Oh, okay. My yeah. like my big question about this is how did Mason get there? Because Christian definitely needed a car, but Mason just showed up there. He ran. Mason is fast. We learned this right now. Okay. <laughs> He's Sonic. He's not yeah. too many wine friends. Um, I was gonna <laughs> say like my few psychoanalytical bits that I have um for Christian is that like like he definitely has that like conflict like with his parents and like you know what they are and then how he remembers them but at the end of the day at this point in the story he would definitely choose his parents over like anyone else and like that's like like and then that's why he like 
Okay, okay, I'm so sorry, but like, how long has he known her compared to his parents? Like, I don't know, but she's been giving her unicorns as at he this point. At this, okay, okay, at this point in, the, in episode nine, it's different when his mom threatens Lissa, but at this point in the story, they're still at their beginning phase, and I think he would still choose his parents over her. Uh, that's just to me, that is just me. That's a hot take right there. I'm, I I'm just, I'm just saying, and um. Yeah. And oh my god, like he totally snaps at Mason, like when he screams Mason's name, I was like, Whoop. because like <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was like the breaking point because like the entire episode, people are like calling his parents like monsters and stuff like that. And then at this point, Christian's like, guys, I'm like, I'm tired of it. Like, stop saying that and stuff. And so that is just my thoughts. And I'm so chaotic this morning. I can't keep up with any of the thoughts. Me neither. I don't even know what I was saying. You know what I found interesting? Is when Mason asks him, is this your dad? And, like, he oh. shakes his head. Oh, my God. Okay. That's yeah. so sad. Don't even... Okay. That one scene at the end, and Christian's just standing there. I'm like, there's, like, there's so much you could read into, the, like, his facial expressions alone. And it's, like, kind of crazy. Like, you can, like, analyze the shit out of that. Just that. Like, what is he thinking? Poor Christian. <clears throat> and it's kind of funny that, like... <laughs> We have this whole thing, which is going to lead to the Sonel disaster. Yeah. And we have this weird foreshadowing where from this kind of, like, fighty, dark scene, we get into Sonel in the greenhouse. And it's like, oh, wait, wait. I had one thing to to say about them capturing the Strigoi. Okay. I have a lot of things to say about this scene. Okay. First, I feel like, Mikhail, it's so sad because he's probably excited over capturing it for, like, scientific reasons. And like yeah. I'm just, it just makes me sad. Like he's probably like a little nerd about probably it. Probably nerding about his little corpse. I know, yeah. and he has no idea what it's going to be used for and what's going to happen to him. He's such a nerd. I know I he's a loser. Things. I have two things about the the Strigoi parents scene. The Strigarents. Oh. Yeah, maybe it's just because <laughs> they woke up. But I want to share this with you guys. Um... <laughs> Please share. Okay. So when I was watching this scene, I was just like, oh my god, like props to whoever like drove through the woods at in the dark. It, it was fine with it. I have to tell you guys, two years ago was the last time I ever drove in the woods in the dark because I was not doing I told Lena about it yesterday when I was like, watching. <laughs> but the last time I drove through the woods at night, it was like two o'clock in the morning and I wasn't doing too well mentally. So I was like, you know what would heal me? The woods. Oh it did God. not heal me because I spent the entire drives being scared that like I just watched Percy Jackson <laughs> and I was convinced that a minotaur was going to come flip my car over. <laughs> oh, I was no. literally freaking terrified. I was so scared. So you read too much drive, Percy Jackson. I, I know. Next, I you're gonna I wake up and you're gonna think there's a cyclops waiting for you in the kitchen. Never enough, Percy Jackson. <laughs> I'm currently I'm gonna have a secret, a secret cyclops relative. But I, I think just, so. Oh, no, I know. So I, I should not have been thinking this, but the car rolled up, and I was like, you know what? Props to whoever like wasn't scared by that drive and could still get the job done. Hey, they're also, professionals. Okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Please imagine if they were scared. Imagine if they were scared of the dark, and not scared of Strigoi. But the all, the other thing that gets me about this is when Chris or Mason is like, "Is that your dad?" Yeah. Like, boy, does that look like? <laughs> Are you joking? He asks it in like a sort of like, oh, owing. How do you say? It? What's the ode? 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 With oh, he asks it with oh, kind of way. Like huh? he's like. 
<laughs> like A W E Aw? Like is that is that your dad? A W E? I've only Aww. ever read it. I feel like okay, I do not remember how he said it, but I'm trying to remember it in my head. My first thought was concerned, kind of, kind but maybe like not. There, and maybe like if it would have been his dad that was captured, he would have felt bad. He's kind of just like, is that your dad? Yeah. But he's also kind of like fascinated, I think, by seeing this Trigorio close and stuff. And Christian pulled, a, Christian pulled a total Jesse. Like he was ready to like get jumped. Mm. <laughs> With the struggle. Yeah. He's like, you don't understand. They won't hurt me. Like, oh, please, for the moment I thought Mason was gonna die there and I was like panicking. Oh, no, no that, that moment, I'm like, wow, Christian's so good. Like, like, that's yeah, so but, like, sad. I'd be saying, we say Sterling in the next episode is literally Mikhail's dad. So. Mm. I do think that, like, Julie and Margaret had a lot of fun putting in red herrings that would trigger the readers and that would make yeah. them feel like, oh my god, is this happening? And then yeah. just me in episode around 10 and Dimitri. changing it. It happens here with Mason. It happens several times with Mason. Like in the fifth episode, it was also like Mason, my man. Yeah. Don't know See, who should be going with. As I had not read the books yet, I had like I had none of that fear with Mason. Wait, yeah. back to Sonia and Miguel because I yes, want to talk about back to to them while we still have them. Yeah, they're so freaking Jesus. cute. <clears throat> I did I did feel so bad for Sonia because I don't think if I had the power to resuscitate cute little birds and heal people, I don't think I could hold myself back. So I feel so bad for her. And I love that. Neither can she. Uh, she. She ended up feeling it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but like, uh, like people will tell her not to. But uh, I feel like it's so hard to resist when you have something like that. Just a quick note that she looks so, so, so beautiful in that green dress she's wearing. Right. Um, well, you beat me. You beat me to the insert cost cast here looked hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think also I find the greenhouse to just be a beautiful yes. set. It's so gorgeous. It's so romantic and pretty. Although now it's forever going to be associated with Sonia. So every time we're going to go there, I'm going to be like. <laughs> Is it associated? Isn't that what their drag is there? A breakup like for the five times? <laughs> no, yeah, but that's, that's what I was thinking has, too. Uh, the weird chaotic spirit sex. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that happened. So fails that too. They do like their scene. It's so uh-huh. Next episode, we have to discuss how Mikhail's a freak. Oh, he's yes. a freak in this episode. I literally have he a goes, note that I was about yeah. to say, and it says Mikhail is like, I'm into that freaky shit. I like quirky girls. So but I mean, it's so funny because she's like, Oh yeah, I'm like, I have darkness inside me or whatever. He's like, <laughs> he's like That's cool. He's like, that's it's hot. so it's so warm and sweet the way he tells you you can tell me anything. We were talking on the GC about how Max has unbelievable chemistry with everybody he touches. And the way he looks at her and delivers those lines, it's so, like, it's so heartwarming. It's really lovely. I have a note. Oh, do you? I do. <laughs> um, Is it uh, that it's hot? Um, <laughs> okay, no, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, basically, this is the scene where, like, Mikhail and Sonia are talking and, and, like, I'm like, whoa, he is kind of hot. Like, Am I attracted right now? Like he looked, just supremacy in this show. He yeah, looked really big. hot in the in this like scene. I don't know what it was, but something about him was like really gorgeous. And I was like alert. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's just, you know, living his life with Sonia. Like he's just minding his business. Yeah, maybe Sonia <laughs> just like maybe being around Sonia just makes him like like really hot. And then maybe I guess what it is. He's just really happy. 
is really happy. It'll but we've already mentioned that. He's I really think. happy, and then that's going to end. Like, he's yeah. happy. Rian and Max are like, both very beautiful people, and it's yeah. a ginger supremacy. And I'm sure Val would say that Blake also has ginger supremacy in this show. But I do like how he's such a little nerd, and he's so excited to talk about this trigger while he's munching on his snacks. Like, he's just... I love that Sonia trusts Mike M- Mikael with the spirit thing. Like I don't think she's ever been close to anybody else that is not her I direct never family. Felt this way before. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like she doesn't seem to have friends or anything. Yeah, because she's a weirdo. She doesn't fit she's in. A weirdo. Oh my god! Stop with the Jughead references. I cringe so you, hard you just every keep... single time. You, you're trying to drop it in every single episode. I, I, every time we talk about Sonia, I think I say it. But, um... Uh, Regarding this scene, this is the scene when I'm like, we were robbed. Because they're so cute. I love them so much. Sonia trusts him so much and he's so open and he just wants her to feel good and safe. And like, she feels so crazy and like, she's just this weird person. And he's just like, no, you're great as is. Like, honestly, it just breaks my heart every time I watch it. Because I'm like, they're just so sweet. Uh, I know they're your favorite ship, right? To be honest, B's you know favorite ship is Demetriana. <laughs> Honestly, Brynn, what is your favorite ship? I totally forgot. <laughs> no, because I say I say different things every time. Okay, like, that's why. I, I, like, say, I remember I you said Jesse and Silver the other day. Yeah, and then I sometimes say Sonia and Mikhail, and then sometimes I switch it up. Like, I don't actually, I like all of them. They all have yeah. chemistry. But you're, that's what's important. You're a Romitri hater because Dimitri is involved. All right, and then we were robbed, but then we have something that I think has cemented my need for so many more pairings, and it's the bromance in the church. Let's go! Christian and Dimitri. Speaking of the (laughs) bromance, I love Dimitri in the the church. Like, I think that's such a... Like, I wasn't expecting it because the books are in Rose's point of view, and she hates Christian, so you never see anything about those two ever. But I think genuinely it was just a nice, nice way of like showing that they have a life outside of the main, like outside of the girls, you know what I mean? Yeah, we need Love this, that. we need this team up more in season two. Yeah, hopefully. Dimitri, Mama Bears, Christian. I do. I do love how he Mama Bears him. And I like that he brings up the fact like he's being kind of ruthlessly honest in a way that mm-hmm. I think guardians usually aren't with their charges and especially with like Royal Moroys, where he's like, I do this and I'm happy to do it, but then you need to respect my life and the fact that if you put your life in danger, you're putting all of us in danger mm. and you're putting me. I've dedicated my life to you. You can't throw yours away uh, and then throw mine away in the process. And I really nice love that, that you brought that up nice and I was that, a bit like, surprised that he feels that he comfortable talking about like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love that he, he brought that up and that he had like a, a proper honest conversation with christian because i think it's gonna come back into the future and it's gonna have shaped how christian sees things and i personally wonder how it will impact christian with trigetry like i kind of think mm-hmm. that with trigetry they probably will involve more people than that's involved. yummy so that okay. would be great and i, I love christian too he's like christian hi how are you like as a strugoi remember like, when gonna... we bonded over cats Wait, I'm just wait, bringing wait, you wait, dead wait. mice. You understand, right? <laughs> oh my god, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, y'all. Does the stake, the stake that they made stays imbued with spirit? Yeah. That that has been in my mind. And we know Christian can wield it. So we do know. Christian is a monkey. What if when we get Strigitri, 
Christian's like, Christian. let me get that steak. Hold on. <laughs> let me get yeah, just one moment. But also that would make sense, and it would be a good call out because they have uh the they have the conversation where they where Dimitri has a lot of foreshadowing, and he tells them, you know, they're not your parents anymore, like. They're not the same people. You're wanting something you can't have. Call, yeah. And I think that Christian will remember this and bring it back to Rose and be like, Dimitri oh, himself told me this. That's and, so yummy. Yeah. yeah you know, I love I it. Gonna, that's going to break our hearts. Yeah, it is. I was watching that scene. I was watching that scene and I was like, Dimitri, Dimitri, so you're all right there. Calm down. Calm down. So you're all. And he's like, yeah, they're monsters. They're like, it's like they're not the same people you know. And then I'm like, so you're gonna tell me that, and then like two seasons later, you're gonna be like a straw boy, and then you're gonna be like Rose, I I want you, and Rose is gonna be like, okay, fine. And she's like, okay, whatever. I would be like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I know you. Rose would. wanted. <laughs> no, but that might be such an interesting plotline for Krishna too to be like, because when she goes hunt, so spoilers for the book, when she hunts him <laughs> down, and she's like, I'm gonna kill him, and Krishna's like, yeah, you should because he did. He's like, he told me this himself, like that he doesn't like he doesn't think that they're people anymore you know what I mean like they don't yeah. have feelings but I think that was such an interesting thing that would for be those. really cool I have I have so many thoughts now I don't know if I should share them <laughs> what if when they have to turn Strigi tree back to not Strigi tree we get a parallel <laughs> of the Rose um Dimitri fight scene from episode four Oh yeah, that'd be good. Mm, that'd be like cool. the same positioning yeah. on the floor and do we get a Christian twirly hug with Rose after Maybe. I require one every season yeah, me too. They're For so my cute. mental health. Also, this line, this this line, sorry, Phrygian lapses. Uh, this scene has um one of my favorite quotes where he says, "You want something you can't have." That way lies madness. Um, I think it's a great quote, and I really like the way he said it. Um, I also, in the name of cats, thought there was some slandering. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to go on my spiel. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, guys. You keep talking brain. over me. Let me finish. God. Okay. Like, come on here. Don't, don't silence me. Speak your truth, Theo. I'm trying to be polite here and like listen to you guys go on tangents, and I'm sitting here like, okay, but the scene. (laughs) Well, okay. Okay, We'll all be quiet. Go for it. And once don't change the colors of your headphones, and we'll know. Okay. Um. God, now I'm now I'm like I'm okay. None of this isn't important, but I'm going over it anyways. First of all, yes, it was selfish of him to put people in danger. But second, in his defense, he's a traumatized little boy. And like he's really blinded by like his feelings of abandonment and like needing to like, you know, belong with his parents. And I also was gonna say that I feel like his mom hiding like herself was very like strategic on her part because she's awful and then like probably hearing her like speak like how he always has always remembered her but not seeing her made it easy for him to believe that there could be something there because like he didn't see them look like monsters he just heard her sound like his mom not like he's always heard before anyways um also christian is a cat boy confirmed because meow i'm here for that okay back to you guys Alright, anybody else about the program? Yeah, so can we move on? There's anybody else feel cat stuff from... They talked about cats. Did you? See, you see the connection, Peyton? Oh, yeah, the little tiny brain. Okay. Yeah. Actually, also- I have I have so many thoughts on the cat conversation, too, but I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, because you have so many thoughts, and I'm like... I have so-, so many. Like, you guys don't understand. 
And we have an hour, guys. We can't stop and talk. Uh, we have an hour and a half, but we have an hour left. Yeah. Imagine if he's not actually a cat boy and he just like googled. Okay. He was guys, like, I have, an, we, I, <laughs> I have one note on the cat thing, and Let I'll move finish. on. I will move on. No, I love cats. Was. Hey, did you finish? I, I finish? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Imagine if he's not actually a cat boy and he just like Googled he's like animals with tiny brains that can still love you. He was like trying to form an argument. Like, that's this. actually kind of funny. Yeah, that's why you should let me finish. I'm sorry. You made me laugh, okay? B, did you now. want to add something? No, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> if it's again about whether he's a cat boy or not, I'm gonna have to hit the pedal and say we need to move on. <laughs> actually, it was about myself, but whatever. Okay, well, go ahead. Theo's, what about yourself? Theo's projecting their catboy tendencies onto Christian. <laughs> okay, actually, that. for real, that's what this was. Because he was talking about how cats come up to him. And then I'm just sitting here like, that happened to me. I thought I wasn't a cat person, but cats kept coming up to me. And now I am a cat person. So <laughs> he just liked me for real. Not to call Theo out, but Theo basically projects their entire life history and personality onto Christian. Which is so funny, because Lissa is my favorite character, but then every time he speaks, I'm like, wow. you say, because you want to believe it's the truth, but it's not the actual truth. Actually, it is. You don't know what I what goes on in my head. You don't well, know I know you have some either. doubts. You talk more about <laughs> Christian than Lissa. I know, which is funny, because I think more about her. It's actually crazy. B, are you being silenced? Do you need to say something? <laughs> yeah, I am being silent. <laughs> I would like to talk about the next scene, guys. Let's move on. Yes. Okay, <laughs> what's the next scene? <laughs> oh, Rose okay. I know what the next scene is. Let's going go, off let's go. Rose. Round two, round two. I feel that he's in, in this scene, he's very half and half. Half of it, I completely agree with. Like, everything about her being selfish yeah. and self-centered and never asking him anything and only being interested when she needs to use him. The other half, I feel, mm-hmm. is, I feel, is a bit unjust, but I understand why he's feeling that way. Like, the, the way he says that she did it to become first on the board and stuff. Like, I get it. He's being petty and it's not true, but I get it. My, yes, wait, Peyton. this is how big my notes are for, like, the Mason and Rose scene. I have okay. this much of my page. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get Junebug on and then you can. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm just going to let you guys talk. I've just had to say that. Go for it, Junebug. I think... It is so funny, and another one of the most unrealistic aspects of this show, not the vampires, it's the fact that a straight man would be upset that a girl just wants to fuck. I know. Yes. He's, he's so you know. happy. He's a complex <laughs> being who has feelings. Yeah. yeah, but he's so funny. You're right, because he always talk about how they want to be friends again, or like want to talk like friends, and then I'm like, Mason... Like, he wants to have emotional chit-chats instead of fucking. Yeah. I'm like, that's the most unrealistic thing this character could have said. But it's funny, though. It works for him, because he's... Because I think the important thing, like, in the books, their friendship was really, like, you know, it was there. Like, obviously, they don't have anything else because he dies. But, like, their friendship... Well- <laughs> Sorry, he's dead in the books. Sorry Rest in peace. No, but I like their friendship in the books because it was, like, you know, really, like, sweet and... It's like one of those things that she didn't have to think about a lot because you know, Lessa, mm. she has to think about it all the yeah. time. And I love so, like, Lisa. so, like, in the show, it's like if they're constantly hooking up, where's the feelings? Like, where's oh my god, the I'm just imagining Mason trying no. to start a conversation in the middle of a hookup. He he does do that, like, I think he does do that. He's like, What's up? How are you doing today? Have you been? <laughs> He's like, So, what's on your mind? How do you he feel? Said, Rose? Training yesterday. So, how did you feel? Like, he, I feel like that's like he just wants to be friends and also hook up, but like. 
I also think he wants to date her. Like, I was about I mean? to say, he doesn't want to be friends. He wants to be in a relationship. He yeah, he wants a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, yeah, I noticed that as I was saying it. I was like, yeah, that's just a relationship. Yeah, because like Rose is going at it from the hookup um, perspective. And then like the whole argument, she just sees him as like the guy she fools around with. And then he sees her as this girl he wants to be in a partnership with. And it's like, that's why it's like on two different levels. Yeah, there's just their relationship is just so uneven in both expectations and give and take. Yeah. And I really hope that we move on from the triangle and that they can have a more Mason uh, needs to thrive, thing. okay? Mason deserves self love. He needs self love. That's what he needs. He needs <laughs> self love and then he just needs to be able to like have a good friend in Rose and not have those difficult feelings regarding her. Like it's just unfair. Yeah. And it's it is like I understand why he feels this badly about like he's unjust about her because he must feel like such like such a like it must make him feel so badly like she throws him him away like an old sock. What were you gonna say, B? Oh no, I just wanted to throw the mic to Carmen because Carmen said something. Oh, and, like... <laughs> oh sorry, God. No, it was just Best like today. the fact that um like they already have a fuck about his relationship and their friends. Like if you really want to be with her. Talk to her. Tell yeah. her. Like, but that's what he—that's his point. Is he thinks he talks to her, but she doesn't talk back. Yeah. Plus, no, like, it's like hitting darts at the wall. He doesn't really try to talk about that. Like, he just takes it and never tries to talk to her. Like, at least that we've seen. Like, but uh, I do he think he really understands talk- that because he kind, kind of talks to her in F five. He he kind of has a conversation and he's like, "I'll at the oh, end." Oh yeah, he goes and sees her. yeah, but uh, but I'm talking up to this moment. You're, you're like, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, this episode now. Right now. But we <laughs> yeah, actually, see... actually, like episode four, like that's like you've been. I, I don't know how long they've been in this fuck about his relationship, but like you could have talked to her. You've known her forever. Communication. Yeah, yeah until now he hasn't, but he does. Like we maybe see this some conversation growth. was his breaking point. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. so- about the communication, I just saw this TikTok last night that was like, communication isn't key, comprehension is. Because mm-hmm. you can communicate all you want to someone, but if they're not comprehending it and they're not, like, taking it in, it's not going to go anywhere. And Rose doesn't want to take in that he wants mm-hmm. all this More. stuff. Yeah. She's not willing to take it in until she's mad at Dimitri. So, but also she's not really comprehending the extent of his feelings. She's just kind of like, this yeah, is nice. This think, is I'm probably aware of it, but doesn't want to actively goes. think about it. I don't. Not like yeah. aware, like subconsciously. Subconsciously, yeah. you know there's a person that really cares about you, but you're not going to dig into that feeling because you know that yeah. if you do, then you'll realize, oh shit, they have feelings for me and I don't want to unpack that right now. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I got it. B, did you want to say something? Oh, no, I like. I was like, I get it because like, yeah, because she doesn't comprehend it in the books either until, like, she, like, stops and thinks. And she's like, wait. Mason. So I genuinely, I like Rose being, like, just doing her thing. And that, she doesn't want to acknowledge, like, Honestly, other, you know? Same. Yeah, but I also think her mind is just half Dimitri, half Lissa all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half Lissa. Oh, yeah. What about Rose? Why doesn't she think about herself? <laughs> she doesn't think about herself. I know, that's and a- that hurts me. Yeah, that's a whole growth for her. I think there's some of that, and I don't know if this is me pulling a few and transferring some stuff onto them, but uh, I also feel like when you have a person who you're really, really close to, and in this case, I feel like Mason can really be sometimes uh, like the safe heaven mm-hmm. for for Rose. Like he's a safe place. Like if she she knows he's always gonna be there for her, and he's always gonna catch her and if she needs to i think it'd be really really scary to start and unpack stuff like this and 
take the risk of messing up the situation or of yeah. losing the relationship she and does you might care feel about him too. it's better to stay in denial and pretend it's not happening and keep things as is which it's sort of working it's not healthy but it's working yeah uh oh rather than like being honest and looking at it and taking the risk of losing it all like uh, i think that might be some of that too but like, i i don't blame her for not acknowledging it acknowledging it i think it's just and I, she's and I don't blame mason for lashing out at her i'm sorry i love a toxic king i think well no i think the lashing out is kind of necessary because <laughs> yeah she wouldn't yeah. listen otherwise yeah, he yeah like, i think he needed to I, save love, I love rose but she can be a little difficult sometimes yeah and it's like because she doesn't communicate yeah i think i will i defend rose for everything because i love rose and she yeah. deserves everything yeah i love her but sometimes i do think she sometimes just needs to be like kind of hit with the truth yeah yeah you know? i think yeah i think her mistakes are relatable and that's why we defend her but at the same time if you look at it objectively every a lot of most of the time she's called out she like deserves it and that's how she grows yeah. and becomes a better person she does grow though like, <laughs> yeah grow. Yeah. I feel that in this situation, she didn't deserve being called out about like doing it to be first because I yeah. don't think yeah. that was. Oh well, yeah, because that's not true. But Mason is no. projecting. But but the her. rest <laughs> of the conversation and the feelings that led to this are very valid. And yeah. so like m- maybe maybe she was only ever going to listen if he attacked her personally, and like mm-hmm. it finally makes her listen to the rest of the conversation. Well, no, because I think the first comment, the one he's talking about, how you want to be first. I don't think that's an issue i think that genuinely that like it's not an issue about rose it's an issue about himself exactly because it's his so moral like yeah so he's lashing out on her at the things that she's you know she's doing obviously but then he starts thinking well if i want to be first and she like it's all about his yes. like you know projections but the and i don't yeah, and i don't yeah. think it's in yeah. a selfish way before lena says anything <laughs> not, now it's my turn to self-project he is doing it to see his family and so he thinks that that's something really important and that need like he thinks like it's important and that's why he needs to be number one so he can have that connection even if it's you know his father sucks but like rose isn't doing it for like a reason like that to him and so mm-hmm. that's the difference for him and that's why he's upset so anyways Peyton. I like that you can self-project and see the best of him because I am one of those per- like people. I have family members that actually they don't give a shit about me and they don't reach out to me and they don't talk to me and they don't care to know me. So I don't give a fuck about them. So it's so, like, so, okay, I am the same way. I am the same way, but also I- I'm a silly little orphan boy. So I also connect in that regard. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, the two wolves. <laughs> so I'm watching him do this thing, and I can't make those justifications for his actions like you could, because like I would not go through all that bullshit to see a relative that didn't give a shit about me. I know it's so actually it's like, sad because if he did make it, his dad wouldn't like. He would be like, "Who are you?" I know. Yes, B. <laughs> oh, because okay, you said that he, you said that his father doesn't reach out, but his father did reach out at some point. Yeah, and he says how his Mason goes. How he was like, um, have you? Or Christian was like, have you been in contact with your dad or something like that? And Damien, uh, Mason was like, not in a while. So it's yeah. like he had, but to it's keep still it up. not. But still, that conversation was about how his dad doesn't really make that effort, even though he could. Yeah. He's a Roy. yeah, yeah. My yeah. family's my family members used to make that effort. They used to, and now they don't. And I'm like, well, I don't give a shit about you either. Yeah, <laughs> like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Melina, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe this is a bit unfair, but like I feel like some of the 
of the reason that he says this, and I get why, but it's also something that, like, because I like being, like, super objective, it annoys me. Does he maybe feel like he's more, what are you saying? Is it that he feels he's more valid into wanting to be first? Exactly. And, like, exactly. He should, like, he should have priority. Yeah. And, like, does he kind of think that because Rose is his friend, she should make it so he's first and probably he probably i think he probably thinks that like if she was his like if like she should care about like his issues and like want him to i'm not in like okay i think he's upset because she didn't think about that and he didn't she didn't ask him about why he wanted to be first and he says that to her that like she she had no idea that he wanted to be first for his father like she says that and that also (laughs) makes him upset because she never talks to him she didn't listen yeah yeah, like, because that's what he says to her. Okay. <laughs> Do we think he would still be as mad if Rose was already first? Like, if she hadn't messed up or whatever, or, like, she had already risen back to number one and Mason wasn't number one, would he still be as mad about what happened? Wait, I think he so would you still think be, would be Because he'd still be off the tour? Yeah, I... I think if you're saying everything has happened, like everything that happened happens, but he's number two or something, right? And he would, would he still be? I think he kind of would yeah. be. Yeah. Not in the sense of like her being first, because she's been competing with him since the uh, first episode. And I think he, I think they like are fine with that. But I genuinely think that like because of this circumstance specifically of him running out and her getting help and him feeling like, oh, I lost my whole position because I tried to help, but like, yeah. I think that was like the crux of it. So I think he would be as mad, but I don't think that he would be focusing so much on the first and more so about his father. I think he'd be more focused on his father because he could still go because it's the first five that can go. It's mm-hmm. the first five. So if he was like second and he lost this place, it wouldn't be like, oh, I was first and you took that away from me. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just all like it was wrapped up. It's like the betrayal Does he get bottom of, of the board for this. Is he like pushed all the way to the bottom? Yeah, he's not number five. He's literally like I think he moves down like way down. Because yeah, the first the... five to go, he was first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the top the top five were in the end were Rose, Meredith, and Eddie, Eddie, Eddie and, and, and that one guy, and that one guy who's I don't I don't know Herc or Herc. something like that. Herc. 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 That's right. Herc. So like he's been pushed to the way bottom. So no matter what, like as long as she would have said something, he would still mm-hmm. have been off the tour. So I yeah. don't think her being first or not is necessarily the issue. I just think that he is angry and thinks she did it to look good in Dimitri's eyes, which obviously raises some jealousy. And in yeah. Albert's eyes, so that she gets to like It's be, so messy. There's so like, many like, she's so like the good little messy. student. Like she I love basically it. he's he's saying she's being a goody two shoes. Yeah, uh, but and, she and, did it. She okay, did good graces. And Rose wasn't always like this, so he probably feels extra portrayed because she yeah. normally is a rule breaker. But this is the like she's finally trying to like follow the rules, and the one time she follows the rules, her friend he gets, gets super mad at her. Yeah, well, maybe he I feels it's hypocritical. Like after all you've done, mm-hmm. like you got in trouble for taking Lisa out of the ward at night two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes, it's so complex. Mason's mad at her, but she gets her Rosa out of it. So, and then, <laughs> thus, we all get our Rosa out of it. And so we got I feel con- like that is a valid exchange. It was worth yeah. it. Oh, oh my god. god. That's funny. Okay. Okay, yeah. so then we have our little Dragozera babies apologizing, which is so cute. And Person talking about spirits with a weird Sonia sex layover. Uh, why? 
thank God you said it's weird. It is weird. Thank I you. And it was like, yeah, spirit gets darkness. And then I'm like, Sonia and Mikhail are just having fun. And then it's like, Dimitri, and then I'm like, guys, guys, calm down. They're like, we have a TV in my brain, okay? We yeah. need to have yeah. this in here. So but also, like, I get that they're talking about dark spirits, darkness, and that so they're using Sonia yeah. as a physical representation yeah. of that. It's just the fact that they're having sex being laid mm-hmm. over all this talk. I was just like... yeah. The also, way I have like- zero notes about the sex scene, because I was just wiping it from my mind. I just remember no. that Nikhil looks absolutely in awe. And so, he's, yeah. like, and he's awe. like, that's I hot. I thought he was scared because of the eyes. Yeah, she has crazy eyes. And they're both kind of dressed, and I don't know why they're doing it in a greenhouse, but, you know, whatever. Why are they fully clothed? They (laughs) are fully clothed. They are! Okay. (laughs) Like, she doesn't even have the dress hiked up. They're fully clothed. That's why I didn't realize it was a sex scene until, like, halfway through. I was like... (laughs) What is she doing? Thought, and then I she was just moving like that for funsies. No, that's what I noticed. But like at first, when she they probably was snogging. Probably they were just on top. I thought they were making out, and I was like, "Good for them." Mm. And then it was, I was like, "Wait, wait, that's pretty intense right now." Like that's a moment. Carmen, what were you gonna say? No, like I understand like the layering of the scenes because of like showing the spirit magic, mm-hmm. but I could have done something else that wasn't a yeah. sex scene. We're all we could have seen here. her like see the darkness or something, you know, yeah. or something like that. But I'm glad we got to Sunil's sex scene before the inevitable happens. Yes. Um, but still, like it, but it was good. we could have gotten the sex scene and then after we could have it could have been kind of like the scene in like later on when we have the um Dragosera sex scene and yeah. she wakes up and like she says the, the darkness yeah. in her eyes. It could have been something like that, like the aftermath of the sex in between Sonhale and then see like her like waking up and doing like healing the bird. And that could have been the layover. I love how we're like, Sonia, no fucking, you're not allowed. <laughs> no, but no, we want this to have sex, just so not in these conditions. Just not in front of our salad. Should have happened speaking earlier. Of, speaking of the layover, I really do like, was it Christian's voice that, we're saying, that was saying all this? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I just wanted to point that out. I thought that was really fun. I was he like, has a nice voice. Yeah, That's but awesome. I really like genuinely though the that they were like learning this together, like Dragos they were learning this together. Like I was like, good for them. Yeah, yeah and I was I, so proud of I, them for apologizing to each other. Yeah, like, yeah. they're baby. so cute. That's oh, you're learning. You're learning. It's good. good. Mm-hmm. Communication's great. Uh, I did feel awkward, but also it's cute. But also it's like, are you talking eh, about the, when they, they almost kiss? kiss? Okay. Yeah. Okay. My notes on this are so funny. First. Go ahead. <laughs> First, I was like, he really broke up with her and then decided to go in for a kiss. Like, be serious. Um, But then I was like, to be fair, he went through a lot and we all know he uses kissing to cope. He does. And then I was like, wait, I just made myself sad. He probably feels all alone, which is why he was tempted to go back to Lissa before remembering the reason why he broke things off in the first place. And so I was like, oh my God, now I made myself emotional over their stupid little scene. But yeah. But it is sad. Like I feel like he's a bit touch starved. Like he just he just wants to feel connected. He's a loner. He's a loser loner. He just wants yeah. to feel loved. You've oh, always baby. had a meaning in everything Christian does. I know. I was so embarrassed when I thought of that. I was like, oh god, like calm down. I see them, and then my first thought is they're losers, and then I move on. <laughs> oh, so literally, I, that's squad. my first thought is either I make fun of them and then I cry, and like those are like the two moods. 
Oh, I do love them though. Shout out to Dragozera. They're yeah. not losers, but they are losers. They we, are we're like losers, losers that we love, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah losers, but... but it's like we're saying it with love. We love yes. it. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's so loving happy. bullying. Yeah. Which is not encouraged in everyday life, but is acceptable in this podcast. It's acceptable yeah. when it's losers. <laughs> when it's with fictional characters. It's okay. <laughs> when it's loving little bullying. evil orphans. Loving bullying is my family's love language. <laughs> I am such a bully and I I don't know why like it comes out like an extra force. Wait. I think okay. I think it builds character being Thank bullied. Lovingly. Alright, moving on to Victor confirming he's sick, which kind of confused me because I thought they knew he was sick. Like he's been getting healed by Sonia this whole time. Like, did he never pop by the doctor and be like, hey, maybe some codeine could help with that he, instead he of He probably doesn't want anyone out. to know because he's like so obsessed well, like, with being like you know, he's like, no one can know I'm weak. No one can know I'm sick. But is it Ow. confirmed that, that he knew something was wrong before the, like, attack at the end? Like, not attack, mm. but, like, what happened in episode three? Um, well, yeah, because like, she's been or... healing him several times. No, mm. like, I I think, like, I think it was just, like, about her using the powers in general, not about her healing him. Because I, I think, like, what Robert mentioned is that the reason for him going to a doctor is because of family history. No, because yeah, he's, he's like inherited different. some sort of illness. Exactly. Oh, oh, so you think that he's his first time like being sick, sick? I was think sick so. Food. Like the I, I don't think so. so. I think he's been sick before, just less so, and oh. that Sonia probably did small, tiny healings here and there because she couldn't help it. Because Robert says like you know it takes too much out of her, which makes me think that he's like she's or maybe she's healed other people. Like Mia, yeah. Mia says. Even me in episode ten, so like, did Mia yes. get hurt when she was a kid, and mm-hmm. Sonia couldn't help but heal her or something? Yeah, but, so, yeah and they are aware of the birds. They are aware, yeah, of, they the are aware of the birds. So wait, so Sonia was just going around healing people left and right, and then Robert was like, "Yo, that's kind of dangerous because she goes a little crazy when she heals. Like, it's weird." <laughs> so then they were like, "Yeah," so they were like, "Let's stop making her heal." Oh so wait, she, I have a theory. And yeah, and then she, I'll. I'll I'll finish and then I'll give you two. Yeah. And then she goes around and then she starts healing birds because birds can't be like, stop, Sonia, you can't heal me. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's like her, that's how she became into birds. And yeah. then with the Victor thing, I think, I think I agree with both of your points, but I also like, I think that genuinely he was like, probably had like a, he was like sick. He had like a cough or something. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like him passing out or, you know, fainting. So I think he was like starting out and then Sonia was like, you know, just love this. And then he was like, Sonia, I'm fine. Like, I'm not that sick. I'm just, it's just a cough, you know, or it's just this and that. And then he passed out, and that's, like, the first time where they're, like, wait, you need help. I think that's one of it. Like, they're, like, yeah. you need help um, because it's not just, like, a little sickness. It's, like, something that's going on. So I had I had yeah. a funny image that is definitely not canon and did not happen, but I'm just thinking of her sneaking into his room every night and healing him. <laughs> it fits Sonia. I think she would do that. Yeah. <laughs> she would so do that. <laughs> she would, yeah. He's sneaking in. That's funny. But yeah, I think she probably healed several of them for like smaller things, uh, mm-hmm. and they ended up. And that's it. and, and like, now she... she does birds because they told her to stop. <laughs> so, yeah, plus she's spirit bonded to the birds, and I think she enjoys the feeling of we, having a bond. We never talked about one thing, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like talk about it in depth. I just wanted to point it out. The mm-hmm. aura thing was so pretty. Yes. It was. It was really pretty. He was like purple, right? And I was like, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, that was I love how I don't remember it. <laughs> then watch it again. You watch it again. It is pretty. 
It is very it pretty, is. but we see it again in episode six of the Obras, and I like all of them. It's all very. Pretty. Oh, she just so good in that episode, but you know, mm. moving along. <laughs> so then we are back to uh, Romy Tree doing their little dance thingy, and it, it, it's kind of they're training and because... trauma dumping at the same time. We just yeah. yeah, the trauma dumping. The, the I feel like the lines in this we talked about this earlier when he gets her when she gets him on her way to find Alberta. I feel like the lines in this are a bit weird, and also we get our first Rosa in this, which is great. But I love. I think my favorite thing about his this scene is the fact that somewhere Alberta and Mikael are probably waiting, staring at them and watching, <laughs> waiting to get Rose, and they're seeing all this flirting. Yes, yeah. Junebug. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was on mute. I was doing something else. Then I had Ramitri and I dusted myself off. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> I have like no love, notes on the scene. <laughs> I love the beginning of this scene where it's like she approaches and they're both so tense because of everything that like happened the night before that they didn't talk about, and then they just like swing, and so they like started like by like, swinging pretty hard. I was like, oh, sh-. like they're gonna fight, but it was just like some choreographed like, oh, it was so sexy. But they're oh my so God. insane, and I love it. Like, yes, yeah, it's just I'm such a nice parallel <clears throat> to the like the last time a situation like this happened when he was like, "There's not a spot low enough on that leaderboard for you," like roasting the shit out of her because she actually left the wards. But this time he's like so proud, and she feels yeah. she feels bad about Tonight, not going. Yeah, <laughs> like she right. feels bad about not like participating and not protecting her friends. But he's like this is what you're supposed to do like this is what's expected of you like you saved lives tonight like you did good and i'm like oh my god yeah, yeah. also the rosa ah <laughs> okay that was i know so- but i remember the internet breaking for the hold that rosa has no. on you guys needs no, to be no, no, studied but it's so funny on the internet like half of them were like oh my god it's the first rosa mentioned the other half was like he's russian like what that does it like the way people were mad about the Rosa thing, and the other half were like, "I'm, I love it." I was so like invested. I was like, "Well, that is funny." Invested? I was like, "You guys, he explains it, even though it's weird how he explains it." Yeah, but like, there sometimes was no my Russian way. childhood comes out. Yeah, because I was like, "Okay." Well, it's a, it's a bit of a cringy line, but also it was the only way yeah, for them to fit it. it in and to That's explain it. So it's better but, to have it and it's explained, yeah. but not have it, and it's just kind of weird. This is this is the Romitri's Rom- cringe moment. That they, that they get to ignore so and awkward over. and intense and you can Everyone's feel like the power dynamics shifting a bit. And like, I have many because I should be drugs. But like also the way Rose just like says, I like it. And I'm like, yeah, yes, of course you like it. <laughs> yeah. like, Rosa. No, okay. But, but the way she like freezes when she hears it. I'm like, me. yeah, calm down. Well, he says it. If he was like had a nickname, he made this a whole nickname. It's special. Yeah. It's not like typical, like ro- like Rosie or whatever. Yeah. You know? But like yeah. you know, it's just this unique thing. I would have been like, okay, that was out of See, I know, guess right? I'm just jaded because like I'm like, is it really that serious? <laughs> Well, you have Dragos there who has a unicorn. So, like, yeah. and I feel like the people who went feral over it had read the books before it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, that's so, like, that's I saw so some... much to me. It was because of the books. I saw some well, book I readers think be I like, I had a bigger reaction to Comrade. I think I some book, I saw some book readers yeah. be like, like making fun of like the Rosa line in the show, and they were like, it's not, it doesn't hit like it does in the books. But that was just, like, I, it hit. Yeah. It hit. It hit. Yeah. There are yeah. bigger haters on brain. 
Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. It's harder than the first Rosa, though. Good luck, Rosa. That, it does. That okay, so okay. Good. I will agree. That one made me shiver. That was good. Like, but that's just the floor. Works really great. Mm-hmm. Also, that's so fucking indiscreet. Like that yeah. that line really works because it's so intense and like the way he says it is clearly like so sexually charged. Oh god! And you have oh, Mikael like, and Albert in her ear. Yeah, yeah, I know. They and like have Mikael and Albert are putting the back of her head, which I was not expecting, and I thought it was a great ending for like Romitri yeah. uh, this episode. I was really excited. It's so uh, funny because at that point, time. like whoever I must like either Alberta or Mikael were like right behind her at that point and he just yeah, like, leaps so into her ear and he's like good luck bro it's like were they just like, like waiting what? for them to have like a really sexually charged moment to interrupt like they're they like just, let's wait until it gets maybe, really intense and then take her maybe away maybe they were like dimitri you need to distract rose and he's like i know what'll do it that's i <laughs> good yes. luck rosa no but I also think... think it's so funny like the image of like them talking and alberta or mikhail or whoever yeah. is watching <laughs> like they can't yeah. help it they're like stopping and they're like <laughs> they're like wait wait my my, my show just stops let me watch yeah, it and they're just investing <laughs> but also we're, we're going to talk about the next scene as well which is great but also like i feel like the waiting between ep4 and ep5 for me was the worst was the one that felt mm-hmm. the longest and that i was like i need the next episode right now i think it was that one i mean for me the was... longest was nine to ten but I completely get that, but I wasn't bothered by nine like most people were. I was like, yeah, be fine. So, the longest um, for me was seven to eight because I was going through the drug of zero drought and it was awful for me. I'm so sorry for you. For me, <laughs> I was, it was also going through Mamiya drought at that point. So, you know, for me, it was six to seven because Romitri make out at the end of six. Yeah. And also, yeah. I joined fandom right after um, episode six so it was like i got to binge watch one through six and then i had to wait for seven so the last scene is tatiana looking amazing as per usual but women always slaves in all situations um and also like the way she delivers those lines is just perfect Uh, about um releasing this trigoy out in the open and I remember just being a puddle of anxiety. I was just like, this is anxiety, chaos, and terrible decisions. And yeah. this is why I think the wait was so bad. I was like, this is not going to end well. And everybody kept telling me Meredith would die because, like, because they're mean. <laughs> she didn't show up for one because episode. Because she's gay. Just... They're like, the gay one's going to die, guys. <laughs> I think Trust that's what no. it was. I was like, no, leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, but for Tatiana scene, okay, she was crazy for that. I <laughs> would admit, I will admit she was kind of crazy for that. Because, but like, so she, like, I did not expect that twist at the end. I was shocked. I was sitting there shocked because for like four, for four episodes, I was like, oh, Victor is the evil one. And he was growing, he was like fully growing on me, right? And I finally, Tatiana, that was the moment that I flipped on Victor. I was like, Tatiana is crazy. You're like, I'm Victor Victor now. I was like, me and Victor, we're buddies now. Like, you're kind of wild. (laughs) And like so Victor like, is a lesser evil of the two. Yeah. Like yeah. she is proper crazy. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so she looks great. She does everything so great. Yeah, she's amazing. Maniacal. She's maniacal. So like, but she's like, yeah, like, oh, you guys don't want we're gonna pull off Guardians of the non roll Moroy. We're gonna age of them down to 16. And finally, we're gonna have Strogoy attack them. And I'm like, See, but Tatiana's coming in here and she's like, I have plans. You guys are not doing anything. And that's why they're going to yeah. listen to her because yeah. she's what, the only one coming so up with funny. stuff. They always, they always somehow, I'm like, she just has plans. Like, you could try and move things around and she's there. 
She's like, mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Again Just, she's 10 steps ahead of you. She's Catherine. Like she's the Catherine of, of Vampire she's Academy. She is. She is the Catherine. But also, like, I think that's kind of what is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like we keep saying she's crazy, but she's really, really not. She's oh, yeah, just no, no, excellent. She's crazy it's as so in she's like, wow, your ideas are crazy. As it's in, like, wild. It's in his, but like she's so Machiavellian. Like it, it just she's so good at yeah. pulling the strings. And when you we like the first time I watched all these episodes, I was kind of processing the info and I was like, how did we get there? And then you rewatch them and you're like, oh, oh that's how we that's got there. That's how yeah. we got there. Like it's very subtle because like that's all the pieces pulling to together. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is supposed to be because like you're like Tatiana, like like I was like, how did we get there? How did we kidnap mm-hmm. Mr. Goy and think that was a good idea? But she says it. She goes, we have Mr. Goy in the basement, and I'm like, we do. Where we do? We do. You just- Honestly, I have. I have to say that the planning and writing of this show is pretty tight. Like mm-hmm. everything is. leads into most most of the time, everything like connects to something, and it's like, like by the time you get to the end, it's like wow, all the puzzles are coming together. So mm-hmm. I really okay. appreciate. I really feel like they wrote it like dominoes with just lines of dominoes for each big plot yeah. line, and then it just goes yeah. down. So I have yeah. to say that um, I do not remember. I feel like I just was not paying attention at the end of this episode the first time I saw it because I remember episode five starting and thinking, where did they get this the Strigoi? What are they doing with it? <laughs> I remember being so confused when I watched episode five. So I think I must have like not watched the end of episode four. Episode five is my favorite. So yeah, I'm so excited also, to watch it. I do I do wonder what happened with the two Strigoi. Like we can talk about this more deeply in like next episode, but like what happened to those two Strigoi? Because they just disappeared. Yeah, because Mikhail's not out there decide- dissecting them anymore. So they're well, we know that Alberta, at the end of episode five, she says, uh, go out, we'll, we'll fan out and find them. So I think the Guardians just took them out. Maybe. They, took, they, they did it. They did their jobs. Mm. We can hope that that's what happens. All right. Um, yeah, I was very anxious about episode five, and now I can't wait for us to watch it. Do you have some general thoughts about the episode? Uh, lighting, music, acting? Favorite performance? Anything? Don't do Ooh, this to me. I'm not awake Absolutely. yet. Mason. I think he's a standout this episode. He is yeah. very good. I on it, I think I'll agree because whenever I think about episode four, I just think about Christian and Mason. Like, so yeah. I think yeah. I'll yeah, MVP. say Andre. I think Drew is amazing in this episode. And like he has all the feelings. But Andre just... I just feel so bad. It's because you don't like yeah. Mason. <laughs> No, 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 it's not. I do not like Mason. I'm just, okay, no. I'm just messing with you. I'm this is the parallel. I actually think there's a parallel between Christian and Mason this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There is. So, so I, I think I agree with the Andre and Drew thing. Like, and also this is the first episode where Drew and Mason kind of have more. They have yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you know. So I think that's they're really. More, they're a little more at the front, at the forefront than like in previous episodes, and like yeah. that was really nice. And like he he got his moment to like have an an emotional scene. So yeah. like he I really got the show. Think off my his favorite acting. performance, like my favorite episode for Drew's performance is nine. Mm-hmm. But my favorite scene mm-hmm. of his is at the end of five because he's so like I think he's just so sweet and vulnerable in this. He's, he's just great. So yeah, I would agree for both Drew and Andre. I can't choose yeah, between them else, this episode, sucked. so I'll go with both. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say, B? I said everybody else sucked. You can move on. <laughs> you gave me a you gave me a second just to be a hater. You're like, what was that? And I said, be a hater. Uh, hey, do you have anything to add before we move on to um, Kieran's birthday segment? 
Um, two things before we move on to Kieran. Um, I mentioned in like our intro episode that like my favorite episodes were four and five. Um, but I think that the benchmarks are so fun to watch. I think that's another like thing. I enjoyed the benchmarks in the books, but I think that like seeing it play out is really interesting. And I also really like the lighting across like these two episodes are very like gold and like dark and you could like i see the color palette in front of me as like shades yeah, of gold very and, like, the lighting yeah. in Darkness. the show is impeccable it's like perfect. this is a gorgeous show we have so mm-hmm. many scenes at night and the lighting is beautiful like in the dominion i think it's gorgeous all the lights they built around the architecture mm-hmm. and also like this um these two episodes have such a winter palette as far as the colors are and i just think that despite it being very dark and moody you get such mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous lighting. Like the greenhouse, for example, is a scene in which the colors and the light and the her music... dress really pops in that scene. The dress, it's all like just perfection. Yeah, I think it's so interesting how because because the set everything is set during the night, so that's when they're most active. Mm-hmm. They're always here during the day. So they this is like, I like how they show that there's light even if they're in the dark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even if it's like t- like oh, more. It gives it a really like rich feel. Like it just feels like really vibrant and like okay, this is a cheap shot, but like House of the Dragon takes notes. So yeah, please. Like I mean, this uh, while we were watching, I think it was a nine or ten. I can't remember which ep it was, but at the same time we were having the uh, Renira and Damon sex scene, and I was like, guys, I, I oh, beg, I beg. Dragon. I was like, <laughs> you're like, who are these people? <laughs> can't see anything. Yes, Peyton. Um, another thing coming up, we are releasing this on December 18th and Blake has his Christmas live stream yes. on December yes. 22nd. So when you're hearing this, you'll have about four days if you haven't gotten your tickets and you want to, to still get your tickets. Ticket yeah. sales close an hour before live Half stream. Half an hour. Yeah. Look like at us for being PR managers. Blake, come on the show. It's <laughs> half an hour before and I think they'll trust 10 pounds. Uh, yeah. an hour 10 pounds? What's that I, in American money? Mine. If you're in the US and you're gonna get a ticket for uh Blake Patrick's live concert, it's twelve fourteen twelve point fourteen dollars. And then if your bank charges you an international transaction fee, that's zero point thirty six dollars. Nice. So rounds up to thirteen? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I think it'll be really, really fun. Uh, and he has yeah. some I'm really voice. excited. I, it sucks that there's only one uh, one uh, song of him of his on spotify yeah. i also need to finish going through louisa's bed if you haven't do she has a voice of an angel um, what's the name of her band again it's oh virus yes i don't know how you say it virus virus v-i-r-e-n yeah. okay let's let's finish this Next. all right let's yeah. go all right so it's uh kieran's birthday week so happy birthday kieran Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. In the teaser little thing that we put from the first meeting before we started posting episodes, Lena made a joke about for Kieran's birthday, we do a hundred reasons why we love Kieran. And then it's just me going on and on and on. And I could do that. I could. However, I'm holding out for like meeting the cast at like a convention someday. Mm-hmm. And I don't want my brand to be like the insane girl <laughs> that listed a hundred reasons why she loves Kieran. So instead... We have compiled 26 reasons why we love Kieran for the 26 years that he has now been alive. So if anybody else wants to... (laughs) One reason I love Kieran. 
<laughs> for each year that he has been alive. If anybody else in the pod wants to hop in and interrupt me, please go ahead. Because I think Bryn has to be nice to Kieran today. <laughs> just for today. Just birthday. Right. Number one, he's humble, almost to a fault. And then I have a sub point that says he doesn't seem to understand how remarkable his performance as Dimitri was, let alone for this being his first big acting case. Okay, wait, I am jumping in on this one because... He made me like Dimitri. Like, I was indifferent on Dimitri, but, like, mm-hmm. his acting made me, like, oh, there's something there. Like, he just very, he has a very good, subtle performance. Okay, back yeah. to you, Peyton. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him a lot of free dimensionality. Sorry. I don't yes. know how you say Number that. Number two, his willingness to be vulnerable. Subpoint, he is a great example of the strength found in vulnerability. Very true. Okay. Number three. <laughs> 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 he is the antithesis of toxic masculinity. Some point, this one's for you, fluffy pink jumper. I love that jumper. Me, Me too. too. Number four. His poetry. <laughs> uh, some point. I wanted to say four. <laughs> well, okay, you read the, the su- you can read the sub points for number four. Okay. I'm not gonna read it word for word, but I do wanna I wanna say my own spin on it. I think that his poetry is very inspiring. And I think that I really like how like the whole fandom kind of collectively started yeah. to write more because of his poetry. And I think that in general, I think he, like his willingness to like be vulnerable, to show his poetry online, to share it, I think that's very brave of him. Yeah, it's great. And I love that he's sharing it with us. And that, like you said, it has created a, like it spurred people to write poems and mm-hmm. now we're all writing and that's really fun. Yeah, and it takes a yeah, lot to like share like such personal stuff with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Number five, his responsiveness. Subpoint, he's under no obligation to interact with anybody online, but he's so quick to acknowledge and return the love he's given. And something else that goes along with that is number six, his willingness to interact with fans about things other than VA. It's not just what he's involved in. Like he's so down to interact about like other poetry or like other shows that everyone's liking. And it's like, it feels more like an internet community, not just a VA community, if that makes sense. I had such serotonin boost because like recently he was talking about Wednesday and about Taylor Swift and then random- randomly he talks about dogs and suddenly my entire timeline is covered in cute little dogs <laughs> everywhere because everybody was answering him and he was liking every single one of his. So when mm-hmm. you went through his likes, it was just a burst of endless serotonin. It was adorable. Number seven, he sees people as humans. Stick with me. There's no what there's not a, like a better way to word it, but like Kieran sees the complexity of people and like the human experience. So like he'll talk about like hard memories like with people, but it doesn't mean that like he doesn't just like see people's flaws and like write them off if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like you know what I mean? I, I feel also like it think takes he can see a lot it of in the way he treats them. Like he treats mm-hmm. them very equally, um, and he like it's it's nice it's a nice relationship he's got going on. More even. I do eight. Yeah. Okay, I'm just taking the ones that I like. I'm like, I want to pick this one. Okay, so number eight is dedication. I was also indifferent to Dimitri in the books. I was like, you know, he's there, but I genuinely like how he's not only interactive about like liking Dimitri, but he talks about his process of like being Dimitri. And I've watched like cast interviews where he's like into it. Like he's like, I literally do all these things because of, like, I think, like, Dimitri, I am, like, you know what I mean? Like He, he cares about Dimitri so much. He cares about him so much, and it's, like, I think that I'm not gonna, I think that also, like, when he, like, is, like, a little tease, and he's, like, love D, 
I love that. I'm like, that's so cute. And I appreciate that about him. Okay. <laughs> Passing it off again. Number nine, his passion. He has so many hobbies. He's developed into skills and he just has this like amazing passion to create art in so many different mediums and let it be seen. So it's like he shares it and it's kind of crazy. He also has passion. We saw on the live, he said he had like passion tattooed on the back of his neck because he's a passionate guy and he likes to put passion into everything that he does. Number 10 (laughs) is perseverance. So Kieran really believes that whatever is meant never misses or at least tries his best to. And um, we saw on the live that like he can allow himself to be like upset about a missed opportunity without letting it derail his entire life and career. Like he can be upset that he didn't get something, but it's not going to totally shut him down. Number 11 is resourcefulness. I think about this all the time when he talks about how he was working in a law firm with no college degree. I'm like, how resourceful do you have to be to, like, kind of talk your way into things? Tell me how he did that. I know. Like, how do you just, like, smooth talk your way into things? He's so resourceful. Also, I read this interview. Oh, this. uh, Okay. So before we got, like, the actual Strigritu shoot, like, the red lighting tone shoot for that magazine, like, with the TVs and stuff. They get... Maybe I'm the only one that read that interview, but in it, he's kind of talking about how he was trying to get into acting school and like nobody wanted to like let him start classes in the middle yeah, of so a term. I read that too. But yeah. he sent them his modeling shots and they let him in. So it's like that's cool. <laughs> like he knows how to get into shit. <laughs> okay, then I have a sub point that says using what his mama <laughs> gave him, and then it goes into number twelve. Speaking of his mom. The love he has for his family is so sweet. I think it's so endearing. It's so cute. Like the picture he posted of her with her Dior calendar. She looked so happy. It was so yeah. I know. And I love when like he posted a picture some time ago of her with her Dimitri t-shirt. It was yeah. so adorable. That okay. goes into number 13. The book club with his mom. <laughs> like him and his mom are going through the VA books so cute that's cute number 14 he always calls her out when like in interviews and stuff and he's like my mom was like oh my god <laughs> i know is that it? okay lena did you want to talk about 14 do i want to talk are, about are you on the thing it's his voice and his I accent i am on the thing we're on 14 his accent his accent and his voice i can't remember there's been a lot of stuff on twitter about like his voice and like accent recently mm-hmm this is the craziest thing I will allow myself to say on here <laughs> that could possibly get me a restraining order. But <laughs> I find his voice so soothing and like easy to listen to. And it's so comforting. I could not sleep one night a few weeks ago. And I put on, um, it was Romance. The poem Romance. I think it's one of like the first couple that he posted. But I listened to it. I fell asleep while it was playing. And then I woke up eight hours later and it was still playing. Like it just repeat the entire night. My subconscious has heard that poem several hundred times. You must know it by heart. They say that's how you learn stuff by heart. So mm-hmm. I could but probably also, recite like, that poem. I do agree that his voice is so soothing and it's so warm. Like uh, his voice and accent, they're both so warm and soothing. and just They work very well with his golden retriever puppy vibes. Is like I think yes. it's just one. I can okay. make the next one if you want. Yeah. 
I had I some people help me out with these, so I think that's one of the ones I put. I love, like, I think it's so cute how he supports his friends from the cast. He's always like the first one, but obviously there's also geographic things coming into play. But like, he's always the first ones that shows up to their plays and he brings them flowers. When and him and his mom showed all- up. I know he brought his mom and like the way his mom hugged Rian was so cute and he's always like on his Instagram boosting them and just uh, talking about what they're doing and I think that's just really adorable how he hypes them up and uh, how he encourages them. It's really, really cute. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love Tomadi who's a great friend. 16 was also you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 16. I like, I feel like he's so place- playful and mischievous. Mischievous? Mischievous? Mm-hmm. That word. <laughs> with us uh because he's always using quotes from like the books or little things like that as a weapon against us just to tease us and like he'll just use it in a way that he knows is gonna i I feel like he loves to drop a bomb create chaos in the fandom and then dip and then you don't see him for a few days where the timeline is like what did this mean he put a rose but he also said what he meant never misses is that something got to do with season two that's i mean season two has been renewed and it's like we're all losing our shit and he's probably just chilling in his couch eating ice cream and i just really love that I love that he has so much fun uh, playing with us and uh, leaving us into a puddle of confusion. And I also love that he shows how much he knows the material, like when he drops stuff from the books. I know he mm-hmm. dropped a long a while ago. He dropped that one line uh, about Dimitri telling Rose that one day he will uh, make her lose her mind or control or whatever that yeah. is. Uh, and uh, I just think it's so funny that he uses the books against us. Um, so yeah, I love that. 17 was also you, and then back into me. Okay, I can keep going then. Uh, I love how goofy he is, which is what I was saying about him being a, a golden retriever puppy. Um, he always seems so goofy in TikToks and pictures. I know there's this thing saying he won't do the dance for Sissy, but there is a TikTok of him dancing with Max, I believe. And there is obviously the one picture with the waffle thingy they're eating, or churros, or whatever it is. Oh, There is a lot out there of him being really, really goofy, that's and I love that. I like, like that's some, a very like, but he doesn't take thing. himself seriously. In it, like, so. there's yeah. stores like that everywhere, and they sell those things everywhere. Yeah, those we have things. it here, and it's called like Kick and Drink, which means the Penny's Factory. Are they yummy? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, I, yeah like they're, yeah. they're literally waffles like there's one a couple like blocks away from where i used to live when i went to university and they have penises and vaginas both of them yeah they do too <laughs> and i think they have boobs i, I don't have... know i I've want never one seen of those, those. <laughs> i've only, I've only seen those like those two and like yeah they're just, they're just waffles just well yeah i think I, I just like that he doesn't take himself seriously and he just enjoys having a fun time we do too. yeah can i do Number 18, 18. Okay, do 18 or do you want to do 18? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay, number 18, his photography. Listen, he is so talented. And I don't think I don't think his photography gets enough credit than his poetry. Yeah. That's so actually like he produces such good pictures. I've seen so many good pictures. And like I, I want agree. to say, I think that it's so like it's I mean, I just think it's so nice. I think he's like so creative in other ways other than his poetry. And I want to just shout out his photography 
go follow it's km yeah it's beautiful and something i love about his photography first of all i love that on all the pictures on set he always has his camera on his shoulder like he always has a camera yeah. with him i'm like that too and i think that's so cute and also i love that in the photos obviously there's pictures of people i don't know at all so i can't relate to that but the ones of the cast you can really feel like he encapsulated the soul of that person to him like what they mean to him in the picture and i think that's really powerful you're gonna make me feel feelings number 19 kieran's duality so he could be serving like <laughs> stoic dimitri or doing like a photo shoot that is like the vampire photo shoot and then the next time we see him he's back to his golden retriever self yeah we love that we the love duality there. Onion. he, he has he's layers. not just a one-sided person he's he got, has the range faceted he's <laughs> yeah, got he range number like 20 his music taste his music taste gives Sad Girl Autumn, and I can relate to that so much. Like I Alana love and that Hoser. so much. Yeah. Okay, honestly, his music taste music, is so funny. It's so good. Like you wouldn't look at him like all tatted up and like. I loved him being man. as disappointed like, as us about professional Snow on the beach. Bo- boxer, and he's tweeting about Lana Del Rey. He's a yeah. sensitive soul. He's he such a sensitive soul. Just, I guess. Number I no twenty-one. Soul. He doesn't take himself too seriously. That does yeah, not need that, elaboration. I feel like everyone yeah, knows what that means. I feel like that speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. <laughs> number 22. <laughs> I can't believe it took us to number 22, but his acting. Yeah. Like, he I mean, we text, mentioned so it a little well. earlier. He's an he emotes actor. so yeah. well on screen. Mm-hmm. And again, for his first big acting thing, like he doesn't mm-hmm. like over emote. It's not like he overacts. But I, like you can see the emotion so clearly. I think he brings a softness to Dimitri. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, a lot of intensity and just there's a lot going on. I love it. Number 23. How quick he is to compliment the people that he admires and he's not shy about hyping he's not one of them. Like he compliments other people every chance he gets. Yeah, and like he, even with, even with like um, I think in encouragement vibes, like he likes every single drawing people send him, and he answers to their poems. Like I have a few friends who have sent him poems, and he gives back like actual opinions and like. Oh my god! I should send him some of my I writing on the list. I'll be like, grade me, please. It, he, like he sends like, like, oh, I love that. That was really lovely. Or oh, I love that drawing and stuff. And I think that's really great. He really encourages people, which is. Yeah, I have that point on there. I'm gonna make it number twenty four. His support for everyone else's poetry. Like, if you send him poetry, he will read it. And like, just the genuine love he has for the written mm-hmm. word is so cute, and I do love him for it. But um, I did include this in here for Bryn <laughs> about him being a good sport. So if Bryn would like to talk about, <laughs> no, because he's never. You know, actually, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> No, because now I'm nice. I can't just talk. I can't switch back to him. No, I'm nice. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. it. Number 25. Okay. He's a good sport. Now, to be fair, I haven't personally interacted with him, but I do genuinely like how he's very, like, he's very teasing and he, like, doesn't take himself seriously. And, like, also he, like, I remember when episode eight aired and he's like, oh, like, I'm with you guys. Like, that whole, like, moment. 
So I genuinely, I think, and I really like he's just not afraid of like getting roasted, which I appreciate. You know, <laughs> I do it on yeah. daily. I and he stayed in jail until Dimitri was out. That yeah, was some dedication right there. He's like, I'm with Dimitri till the end of the line. Whatever it takes, <laughs> I am with this man. Yeah. But he also is like supportive of like other like on the like the fans, like when they do like like the like there's just so many things that he does that he always references and like stuff. Like I just I like the fact that he could take a joke. That's I appreciate that. Um and I will continue to roast him until until he notices can- you. As you should. No, until the show's canceled. <laughs> All right. Cancel. Don't Number say that word. 26. Final reason. I love Kieran's awareness that he's still learning and growing and healing. And that he's 26 now, but he knows that he's not done. He knows he's dynamic. And he's he my age. Well, like... not that old, you guys. <laughs> Just like... No, I was going to say, he's so young. <laughs> I know. Okay. But. The men I'm surrounded by, the oldest are like 22 and they think they have everything figured out. Like, it's just, it's so nice to see like an adult man who can accept that he's learning and healing and growing and like actively wants to put in the work to be the best human he can possibly be. That's true. I will add one bonus thing. And it is what I adore, how technologically challenged he is. He's so funny. Like, it, it's just, it's so adorable. And like when we did the live, I could see the cogs in his brain trying to figure out how everything was working. Also, that one yeah. time we did uh, an interview or a Twitter space with Margaret and Margaret and, mm-hmm. and Julie. And you could hear him in the background being like, is this it? I, am I on? No. Okay, I there was a live that he did with um Julie on, on Instagram. It was like the Peacock Live or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like trying to get on, and he's like him and Julie are alone because they're waiting for Sissy. And he's oh like, yeah, I don't I remember. Doing. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here, and I press the button, and I'm like, well, number one, you're like 25, you know, 26. How do you not know how to use technology? Like that's my big question. <laughs> In this age and day, he's like lost. I was like, I appreciate that. That means he's doing other stuff with his life. It's so adorable. It's so cute. Even he's touching he grass. Zoom. He was like, I don't know how to put the video on, and I don't know how. I like I was like uh, during his Instagram live. He's like, "What do you guys do on Instagram live?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, okay, you're doing." I it. know there are gonna people be be people that like listen to this and like they're missing something big. We put this list together, not taking into account his physical appearance. Yeah. I wanted to create a list of things we love about Kieran, who he is, what he brings to the table as a person. But I will give a nice little bonus PS. He is a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful man. He is. But he has uh, a nice smile. Not all he, is. he has a nice smile. There are 26, at least 26 other reasons to love yeah. Kieran other I'm than I'm sure there's much more, but he's so much more than that. Gorgeous. But yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, everybody. That is a wrap for our recap of episode four vampire academy uh next time we see you guys it will be the first of january which that's a pretty sexy date so be there yeah enjoy the holidays whatever holidays you may celebrate and if you don't celebrate just have lots of fun with winter coming and have a very happy new year and be safe on new year and that's it (laughs) Is it, I don't care what they say. What they say. I'm in love with you. Take me away. But they don't know the truth.